Hey, everybody. Welcome back to CORE. That's right. Talking video games, the industry at large, and what we're playing. I'm Scott Johnson with Joe. Joe. With Bo Schwartz. And John Jagger. Hi, I mixed here. John and Bo, and I made Joe. So there's that. Uh, well done, Scott. That uh, would be our band name. If we did an amalgam of John and Bo, it'd be Joe. Joe. Yeah. The JoJo band. Uh, I'd go your concert. How, do you play in a big venue, or are you just a little coffee shop kind of band? Like, what, what's your... Uh, I think it would just be an awkward two guys when John would just talk and I just plunk on my ukulele and it would yep. it would sound bad, but that would yeah. be the point. Everyone would be like, "Oh, you don't get it, man." Yeah, it's, it's, there's a deep artistic resonance here yeah, in, in, in the yeah in, in the cacophony of, of <laughs> cacophony. <laughs> the ca- yeah, which is a, you got to listen to the cacophony, man. Uh, it's our number one single, cacophony. Cacophone. <laughs> Yeah, we. Uh, when did that cacophone come up before? That's an old thing. That's a it? long time ago. I said it like in 2016. Or was it here? It was on Core? Probably? Yeah, it was here. Okay. Was here. I said ca- cacophony, and you guys <laughs> laughed. I'm laughing again. It was cacophony, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's right, because that was around the skeletal time and everything. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Like, cacophony probably is like a telephony, like telephony, like mm-hmm. a tele- but it's a phone made of shit. Yeah. Like cacophony. <laughs> cacophony. Cacophony. Nice. Phone made of shit. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Uh, we're going to do this thing that we do all the time. We, we're going to talk about a bunch of video game stuff. I'm in a pretty good mood um, because I had uh, a really good pizza earlier. And for whatever reason, that's lasted the whole day for me. So uh, high hopes that I won't be hungry by the time the show ends because I ate this pizza nice. earlier. What kind of toppings? It was uh, real basic. It's just your pepperoni cheese business, but there was something about the, I don't know, the the the, the, the configuration of this thing was fantastic. Just there was perfect. something special sprinkled on top. Yeah, so it's someplace Caffeine. downtown I've never heard of. Kim picked it up on her way home yesterday, and it was <laughs> it wasn't even a it's like a day old. This pizza, it's been in the fridge, and even cold, it was good. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It was very good. I don't remember the name of the place. Oh, Litza's Pizza. That's it. Litza. Litza. Uh, Litza. It's downtown. Like it's one three three seven pizza. <laughs> yeah, Leet Pizza for hackers only. No, it's like down in uh, Salt Lake City, and I. It's everyone down there loves it. I just have never been. And she brought home like half of one. And is, is it really, like the really Mona Litza? Yeah, the Mona Litza. She's also Leet, and she has Leet skills. All right, uh, let's get into this. I'm going to go ahead and argue that it's a relatively slow news week in the in the uh, world of video games. Why? Because we have three stories. One's barely a story, and they're all about Bethesda games. <laughs> well, yeah, and they aren't headlines involving uh, sexual predators as well. Right, they're not doing that stuff. They're like, there's like 50 other. Now that Blizzard's done it, every other company's copycatting. I saw RuneScape Composer was one of them. Like, we're not. I don't want. We don't. We're not covering that. Stuff. No, we're not. But there's a lot. We're not more. taking on that thing. So. I suspected that was going to happen, though. Right? Like you, you, you crack open that bottle, and then. It all kind of comes flooding out. It'll be like the Me Too movement a bit, and then uh, it'll <laughs> like be the shitty Me Too. Movement. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess they're both shitty. <laughs> Me Too. I'm a fan of and I so as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. Oh like God. I, what I hope at the end of it all is just you know some people are held to account and uh, work life gets better for a whole bunch of people, and that would yeah. be that would be good. Um. So here's the deal. It's also uh, QuakeCon week. So QuakeCon is happening, which used to be oh. a thing I'd really get into and watch. Like back in my early Quake days, I couldn't get enough of things like Quake, Quake 2, Quake 3, QuakeCon, anything to do with Quake back in the, the old id software days, long before they sold everything to 
ZeniMax and Bethesda and all that, they were they were still this like indie rock star awesome thing, and they were making these amazing games. And I always thought that stuff was really cool. I never got to go to one, but people would travel to Dallas, take their freaking rigs, and go to like giant land parties at this event. It was it was and nuts. Drink a lot of balls. That's what I remember. Balls? What's balls? Is that a drink? Remember balls? Nope. Yeah. Tell me more. That's what I associate most with QuakeCon was people drinking balls. What is what you know, oh B A W L S. Balls Garena. Uh, different con. Ultra caffeinated beverage, it says. Why is this news to me? Oh. I've never heard of this. You never you never heard about balls, Scott? No. This is new. It's the choice drink of QuakeCon attendees through definitely the early thousands. Wow. Oh. They're still kicking it. Uh, it says choose your own. No, I'm sorry. Let me see. Okay. The bottle yeah, the that website. started it all. Uh, the oh, Wait. That's, I'm trying to find some cool. More yeah, fun. that's that's what. The website the, says stay at home, drink balls. That's the, what I'm saying. Yeah. There you go. Stay <laughs> home, drink balls. Stock up on all your favorite balls, Garena products. While Okay. It went too fast. I lost it. Uh, and then it tells you all the places you can buy it. And they are very video gamey, looks like. Uh, oh yeah yeah we sold them when i worked at a at comp usa mm, okay many a time in the warehouse did i have to unload a pallet of balls always (laughs) a few broke and everything became very sticky so oh is it so they're ultra sugary too i'm guessing i assume yeah yeah and also back then there was only one flavor look at all these fancy flavors back in my day there was only one flavor of balls and it wasn't very good yeah, they have can versions, but the can versions are painted to look like there's bottles in the cans. That's odd. Yeah, because I think the texture of the can of the bottle is important. They've got little bumps on them. Oh, yeah. They're ribbed for your pleasure. These balls. Yeah. Or these uh, <laughs> these little balls on <laughs> the balls. balls. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know why I'd never heard of this. This kind of actually makes me feel like I'm dumb because I th- this is usually a thing I'm cued in on or at least know about, you know, like uh, green fuel or, or no gamer fuel or uh, those weird halo drinks you could get back in the in the early halo days. Yeah. Remember um, when it was just a can that said energy on it? Yeah, that was a. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what you bought. You just I bought don't even energy. know what brand that was. I don't know who made it. You just grabbed a can that said energy and you purchased it. Yeah. And then before that, it was Jolt. Yeah. Jolt Jolt was almost like basically outlawed in my house. Uh, my parents were uh, super hardcore on the on the anti Jolt at the time because they didn't want our, you know, her kids to or their kids to be spazzes. But um I remember having my first jolt and it not really doing anything much to me. So yeah, I was like, it was okay, a real letdown. It's a real for bummer. something that had mythos around it. It didn't do a lot, which made me was a, it was a bit of understanding finally how mythos sells things. You know, like yeah. the fact that it was forbidden fruit is what probably made jolt so popular in the first place because otherwise it wasn't that good. It was okay, but anyway, uh, the point is they're having QuakeCon and that means Quake stuff. But not just Quake stuff. All the Bethesda stuff gets talked about. Their sales on Steam and other places um, where you can get all kinds of crazy stuff. The one that jumped out to me, and I actually acted on this immediately when I saw it and played it, was uh, Quake Remaster was officially revealed. Is out now on PC and consoles. If you already own Quake, you know, the the 4x3 ass-looking old Quake. Uh-huh. If you um, already own Quake. If you already right? own Quake, it just converts to the the remaster. So that's nice. I didn't have to pay for anything. It's just there. And um mm. fired that thing up, did the or downloaded it, got the update, and uh 
You know what's great is is uh, Quake. Quake is great, by the way. Uh, a lot of shooters have lo- have learned from Quake and and probably uh, mechanically do things better than Quake did. Quake One, including other Quakes, perhaps. But there's something awesome about Quake One, man. It is such a cool game and has such an amazing soundtrack. Oh, that's the other thing. The original OG uh, Nine Inch Nails soundtrack, where it wasn't Nine Inch Nails, but it was, what's his name? Uh, can't think of his name. Guy does movies now. Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. That's the guy. I knew you'd know because you're a big music guy. Of course you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I got I'm a music man. I know it all. (laughs) You get a little Reznor. You play the guitar. You'll know the answer to this question. (laughs) Uh, You're not wrong, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so they they put that soundtrack back in, which was out for a long time because of some licensing issues. But uh, that's back in there. The game's 4K, run it at widescreen, you know, unlimited frame rate, blah, blah, blah. I don't even have, like, the mod on there where it... it, um, you know, like the way the voodoo cards used to turn Quake into a better looking game or whatever. Uh-huh. I just have that off. It's just the pixel art, but running at all those high frame rates on that, you know, resolution and everything, it looks amazing. It looks amazing for what it is. I mean, it's not like, you know, cutting edge, new looking stuff, but as a, uh, as a throwback, it looks incredible in this form. Anyway, um, Really cool, and I played a bunch of that. And the single shot shotgun sucks, and the double barrel is good. The grenade launcher is is life, and uh, the rocket launcher still rad, although it does look like a penis. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So there's that, and I will never forget you guys. This is a little thing. Come with me down memory lane just for a moment. But when I played Quake One, and I played it to death. Played uh, first, I played the demo, and we had that at this place I worked, and we played it on the land every night. When stuff closed down, we'd stay there for hours and hours and hours playing this one freaking level demo that that game uh, was pushed out on like Usenet at the time. We did the same thing for Doom, but it was even a bigger jump for Quake. So we're so we're playing that all night, loving it, loving it, all great. Then it comes out, played it to death, did all the mods. We made custom skins that looked like us, looked like the boss's wife, all kinds of gnarly stuff. <laughs> um, at one point, yeah. we had... Uh, who who's the really tatted up singer from the seventies and eighties? He used to play with. Uh, oh, geez, my brain can't work with names tonight. Um, tatted up singer from the sixties and seventies? No, seventies and eighties, like um, a pop. Oh, yes, City and Bernadette Peters. That's not it. Hold on. Ah, he's like a big, hefty dude. He's in all sorts of stuff now. Strong meatloaf. No, but that era ish. I can't think of his name. He played. Uh, he played for not Bauhaus, the other band. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This guy, he always was shirtless and had tons of tats. <laughs> not Elvis. The chat room is not helping. All right. Anyway, whatever his name was, uh, we'd put his body skin because someone made a skin that was his body, and so it's all, all right. the tattoos and muscles and everything. We'd put that on the guy, Henry Rollins. That's it. Henry oh. Rollins. What did you how did you describe him? I was thinking metal or something. You meant like he's well, a no, punk like, rocker, He's right? like punk, black flag. Yeah, oh yeah, black I flag know. is the band. Like that. Yeah, anyway, okay. and he's all angry and stuff. But anyway, we do that and then for the head texture, we remove that and we put the texture of uh I don't remember her name, but the boss's wife. Oh, oh Cindy was her name. And we hated Cindy. Cindy was a tyrant. She was really mean. Nobody liked Cindy. So it was Henry Rollins' naked upper torso with Cindy's face. 
and uh, from some photo somebody took. And then we just played deathmatch all night, team deathmatch. It was amazing. And then I remember this one time, this guy named Marshall. Okay, he's this. Uh, you've heard this story before. Where I told you about Marshall ate a whole box of Twinkies that had mayonnaise squirted into the stuff instead of the <laughs> instead of the stuff that's in the Twinkie normally. Mm-hmm. And he loved them. He thought they were great. Yeah. It was a big practical joke. <laughs> it was even on a- April Fool's Day that we did this, and he still ate. Every Twinkie and asked for more. A uh, great big, huge guy named Marshall. A whole other story about him spending all his money in Vegas on lap dances. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. Let me tell you. But here's, here's the prescient story that Damn, we want to get to. Yeah, Marshall. <laughs> Marshall was nuts. Living that life. He was a different dude. Anyway, we played Quake. Marshall was on the blue team, and the way it was set up is whoever started the game kind of had some command code you could mess with, and uh, it's just an old DOS land game, right? Lots of command line stuff. And we had a blue team and a red team. And this was all kind of a new idea back then. And he'd be on blue team, we'd be on red, and he'd have the rest of his teammates. I would slowly throughout the game, when he was alone, I would convert another player to red just with a command line. So I'd say, Uh, this guy that's, you know, on his team is now on red. And we were all in on it except for Marshall. So hmm. he's getting annihilated and seeing less and less of his teammates and more and more red guys. But you got to remember back in the Quake days, they didn't have a name above you. They didn't know who, right. who you were. Just another guy whose who's Henry Rollins tattoos were blue instead of red. And by the end of this game, we had converted everybody to red. He's the only one that's on blue. The game doesn't do friendly fire. So every hit that hits him is killing him. And anything he's doing is hardly touching us because there's so many of us now. So it's like... 10 on one or whatever the numbers were. Oh my God. That's <laughs> and it, so and it took another hour and a half or maybe two hours of playing for him to figure it out. And he was so pissed. He was so pissed that I witnessed That's what him. Did it? it wasn't the mayonnaise Twinkies. No, I witnessed him going in the back of the warehouse place where we built computers. And I watched him snap a motherboard over his knee. And oh, wow. And he ended up bleeding all over the place because you know, the backside of motherboards have the pokey. Yeah. Uh, you know soldering bits and stuff anyway it was a hell of a thing i never forgot it so my point is quake in my blood in lots of ways culturally yeah you know my memories are filled with good quake feelings and stuff so now this thing's out and it's great and not only that it's cross play so i played a game today that included a bunch of us on pc and steam some playstation 4 players xbox one players and i saw a guy in a switch in there playing oh it's playable on switch that's crazy yeah yeah, uh, it's also on Game Pass. I mean, it makes sense, but, right? Yeah, and it's on Game Pass, which makes sense because that's you know now a Microsoft product. But uh, PlayStation Five, yeah, Xbox gonna, Series X are coming about soon. That because it, yeah. it would make sense to be on Game Pass. Yeah, I don't exactly. see it though. Is it on PC Game Pass? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Uh, I didn't verify that because I already owned it on Steam, so I got it there. But it's all cross-platform, and it's just—it's not like oh, hey, here's a bunch of new modes or anything. It's all of the expansions, the original story, plus some new one that no one's ever played before, all in the single player. And in the multiplayer, it's server, uh, you know, like a server list, kind of like uh, Deep Rock Galactic, where you go look and see who's playing and then get in. Um, or you can just do regular matchmaking in there. That works fine. Um, so there's a couple other ways to play it. But you could be playing, you know, some dude on his console, whatever, where I will own that fool because Quake needs a mouse and keyboard, man. I'm telling you. Anyway. Hell of a thing. Really good. I burped. Uh, what else? <laughs> oh, the thing I wanted to mention, it also comes with this new expansion. I forgot the name of it, but it's created by Machine Games. They're the ones that did uh, Wolfenstein, The New Order. 
yeah. a recent new game, and um, you can tell it. I already I played a bit of it. And it feels like a a There's proper a quick one expansion they made. It's the it's the one in here that wasn't already uh, an expansion from a previous Quake release. Like mm. there's three. I want to say there are three that were like retail things you would go buy mm-hmm. um, in the late '90s, early aughts, and then this fourth thing is this thing they've made for this. So anyway, it's all there. It's all just part of the package. If you already own Quake, you just have it. If you don't own it, it's cheap. And if you have it on Game Pass, you just have it. Um, it's awesome. I just wanted to, it's almost like a game review here, but it's just really cool that that even happened. It popped out of nowhere. I didn't expect it. I also forgot how cool the lighting in that game is like software based lighting, like back in the freaking stone ages of 3d games, man. So cool. So rad. All right. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, Skyrim's getting another re-release. Who would have guessed? Who would have thought? Nobody. Yeah. What a crazy notion. Yeah. Skyrim. Is that like the 15th re-release now? Well, let's see. Well, we could probably come up with the number here. Uh, so releases, you got uh, PC, PlayStation 3. Oh, you're not even going to look at the list. Oh, is there a list? Well, I'm sure there's a list. There's got to be a list, right? Oh, yeah. Is it going to include the Amazon Echo version? Um, there was no Echo version. You know, you there almost, was. They did it. It was a joke, and then they actually released it. Oh, right. I remember now. And you could talk to it and tell it to go left or right. It was like Zork, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. But I love it. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Development. Reception. Okay, I'm trying to find. Uh, here we go. Marketing release. All right. Oh, they don't. They don't just have a list. That's too bad. Okay, here we go. PC, PS3, Xbox 360. Then PC again for the special edition. PlayStation 4, Xbox One. What's the NS? Oh, Nintendo Switch. Okay, okay so it's on so. the Switch. They don't even mention the VR version here. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? There was one other I, version. There, look, I, look, I found this list on thegamer.com. It's saying there was a special edition of Skyrim for the Amazon Echo that has no graphics. Yeah, that was yeah. the one John was just talking about. Oh, sorry. I guess I'm sorry, John. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Yeah, it was like a joke. I was, they, I was studying while you were talking. I'm just happy to have a second acknowledgement that the Amazon Echo version is real. Yeah, I'm convinced now because both of you said it, and now I know it's true. Um, but yeah, like they, it was more of a joke, but it played like Zork, so you could tell it to turn left or go north or or whatever. Oh God! <laughs> oh, it sounds terrible, right? I don't think it was like a full blown thing, but. I mean, if they can make a text, yeah, they just cut out the traveling and stuff. I think you can make a good audio-only game. I don't want to yeah, poo-poo that idea, but not Skyrim. Well, it's coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and uh, okay. one would assume Game Pass. It's very good, though. It's a very good game. Well, it's an amazing it's game. game experience. Yeah, it's an incredible game. Uh, you can also fish in the new game, which is something you can do in Elder Scrolls Online, but uh, previous to this, there was no fishing in any Elder Scrolls games. And uh, this hmm. game was now going to retroactively have fishing in it for these new versions. They so. made the game a little worse. I got <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fishing is like one of the, like, it, I guess every game ever assumes there are people that like fishing, but I know very few. I've never logged on to Discord with some people I've never played games with before. And they're like, man, I like fishing. You like fishing? Mm. And it's like, I never, no one's, I, I don't meet these fisher people that like fishing. Like, <laughs> I feel like the only people who should really like fishing are people who would also fish in real life. Like I used to like skateboarding, so I'd like playing skateboarding games. Like yeah. I'll fish, 
a couple of times. Yeah. I don't want to fish thousands of times and fill up your stupid fishing skill bar. Why do, why, like, wh- is there a bunch of programmers that like fishing that have this sense that people who play want to, we could just, if you stop making fishing in all games going forward, gaming would be better for it and no one would really care except a handful of people who really like fishing that want fishing in there. I swear to God, I don't know why people do fishing. It is true. It is in most video games. Yeah, video I games. I have fishing beef, yes. I think fishing, fishing is like the beef. worst thing to happen to video games unless it's you're playing super bass or some sort of outdoors game. Like, I don't need fishing in Zelda and Final Fantasy, man. Like, or... <laughs> Well, let me ask like, you. Or even in Sea of Thieves, like you could. I don't need. I like, like that your first two examples, though. I was like, yeah, but I liked the fishing in that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's just it's it's not like it's in one game. It's like every game. They're like, it's yeah, every get game. two programmers go Zelda, off and make a fishing thing, and wow. we can do that as a value add. The Breath of Nobody Fire likes series. it. Don't make it. Yeah, just don't make uh, it. Okay. Well, let what me was ask that Diablo me, knockoff. Diablo, that game oh, uh, something stone. No, Torchlight. Torchlight. Yeah, you have it fishing and torchlight. That had a pretty good Hades fishing. Hades has attack. fishing in it. Oh, what that's does? right, it does. Hades has fishing. Yeah, like everyone's just like, you know what this game needs? It's fishing. It's like putting salt in everything. Like some, sometimes you don't need salt. <laughs> well, okay. Let me let me ask it. you a question. If you were playing a game and you're super into the crafting aspect of whatever game, let's say it's an RPG like Skyrim, uh, you know, make part of the cooking thing. It makes sense. You would have a fishing thing, just like killing a deer is going to give you meat or game. Just like uh, shooting a bird out of the sky is going to give you some poultry. Why not, you know, throw your line in the water and get some fish for your fish fish cooking, right? I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this is a tough, like, not a tough audience, but I think we're all going to find agreement. I know you're not big on crafting either. I mean, I can no, do not really. crafting. Yeah. I try. You know, like, yeah. if it's a game about losing. crafting. We're losing great. Kyle because Kyle is big on the fishing. At he least likes the while. fishing. Oh, I want to hear him. Just, I want to hear him. Uh, justify that behavior he really likes Look, it. i'll be a quasi fishing apologist i like it in a few games it's cool in final fantasy what do you do there that makes it cool what, what do you like uh, it, they have a thing called fishing expeditions mm-hmm. where you go out like it's a set time everybody gets on a big yacht and you go out into the middle of the ocean and have a big fishing thing all together <laughs> fine so it's I think, fine it's just I, a fun I, like <laughs> it's a fun escape from you're in the middle of a grind like i think fishing works better in mmos than like zelda you know there is something weird about like oh i'm playing zelda and now i'm gonna go do a a side fishing game for a while yeah but when you're in a game that is about like doing quests and grinding and it's a long form game i think to me there's nothing wrong with okay here's something else you can go do instead that's kind of natural in the places you're going to be anyway yeah but I do think that it can turn bad. Like, I've certainly experienced the dark side of that with, like, WoW, where it's like, hey, but what if you fished up a bunch of coins from a fountain? And it's like, well, man, now they made an achievement, and now there's this thing around it, and I don't they know have if I like raids, it. don't they? Isn't there a fishing raid? Kind of. I they think used it's... to have tournaments in WoW, yeah. right? I don't know if it still goes on, but they used to have that Stranglethorn yeah. uh, fishing, fishing tournament. tournament the, only, yeah. the only way I can sort of understand it is, like, when in BDO, you can milk cows, and so they have these pictures of udders with milk in it, and they, you have to squeeze them one at a time like this. Uh-huh. And, like, there's a bat yeah. rhythm bell, and I'm like, I kind of enjoyed that, so I could see, like, if all games had milk and cow udders in it, and maybe I was like, where's the milk and cow udders? Like, I'd be... Like, because I kind of enjoyed that. I was like, this is kind of a fun little mini game. Yeah. Well, let me ask but you this. I just, 
How, fishing what? is a bunch of waiting. It like, is. It's, way- <laughs> it's a lot of waiting. It's a lot of sitting around doing nothing. But can you explain the cow mechanics? Like, is it like a oh, stick? Oh, so like- there's a cow. Um, and like, basically, when you, when you go down to grab the udders yeah. and you put the pail under it to get the milk, there's these two sacks, like udder sacks that show up on the screen. They're filled with milk. Yeah. And you've got to gently squeeze one at a time. If you go too fast, they turn red and then you fail. And if you go too slow, then the cow moves and you also fail. So you got to squeeze and then the milk drains out, this white liquid drains out into the thing. And then once, if you do that properly, the, at the end of the mini game, you have a bucket of milk, just like milking real cows, I assume. Yeah, but what do you use it for? Cooking. You know, it's, it's oh. milk. Oh, it's part it's of fresh the milk. Thing. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's, it's for the cooking. Yeah. Uh, so it's for, it's like, perfection. but like, the thing I like about it is I'm doing something. I'm like active. I guess for me, fishing is like, let me cast it and let me wait. You know, <laughs> how long? A minute? Five minutes? Like, I mean, let me wait and then just click a button and then, you know, have maybe a little mini game of timing a button click. It's just, I'm like, in, in the 10 minutes that I spent, I could have done like three quests or could have done some meaningful, had some meaningful game experience. I just, I, I'm really, I really hate fishing. I think you just lot. landed on the reason why they do it though. You want to talk about an easy mini game? Yeah. Click a button. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> okay. Oh, jiggle, pull button. Yep. Get a thing. You're right. I don't like most of those mechanics. I've had a few games and I couldn't tell you what they even were right now because I can't remember them, but where the fishing was just, there's a fishing hole, throw your stick in it. As soon as you do, it goes bling bling, and you pull out fish. There's no like weird mechanic to tap it in a certain time or make it, you know, like the 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 um uh what's it called the one in uh, Stardew Valley where you gotta maintain that little. Oh yeah, thing. I hate freaking hate that. The more um, they gamify it, the more I hate it. Yeah, like to be clear. Yeah, I don't like I that think at the all. Thing, the thing, the thing is, I have trouble with is I can't one to one it. Like I know a lot of people who like cooking. You know, a lot of people who have been military service or just into guns, you know, there's Call of Duty. Like, there are a lot of people that like skateboarding, basketball, football, and they have a video game. And then you, even if you just watch it, you're still playing it. I don't know a lot of people who are actually into real life fishing. Like, that's like, I see people fishing even here, but it's very few. It's like one or two fishing on the lake near my house. Um, I just, I don't see a lot of people that are into fishing. Or just like I just watch fishing on TV and play it in video game. Like it's just, and then it's in every game. It's yeah. not like it's in a couple of games. It's right. like you, you might have milk, milk, milking cows in like one or two games, or you yeah. might have, I don't know, it's, it's fishing. Just uh, why? It's weird, right? Anyways, yeah, I'm gonna I, stop. I'm, I'm in rant territory. There, it's, it's okay. Just, no, There's one. Here's fishing. an example where they did an amazing job of representing it, but I still only did it once and didn't hope to ever do it again. But I was impressed while I did it because I was like, wow, they really went all in. And that was Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, the fishing in that game, uh, from a technical standpoint, felt like fish-ass fishing, like really fishing. And mm-hmm. it helped that the world was, you know, gorgeous and, and uh, you know, super immersive. But also the fishing itself and the way you the way you controlled that fishing felt like real fishing. The fish looked like a real fish. It didn't look like some fake minigame. But I mm. still didn't want to keep doing it. I still didn't want to no. let go, I'm going to spend all day fishing in here. You know, I just wanted no, to get my, out. My favorite, uh, my favorite memory of fishing in video games was Breath of Fire 2. And I don't remember why I felt that I needed to do it. <laughs> I just remember back in the day, like, somebody told me, they're like, no, you got to fish. 
Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And I remember just spending a lot of time listening to this little happy jaunty tune that played whenever you were doing the fishing minigame. And I know you could fish up like treasure chests and stuff like that. So that was kind of fun because it wasn't always fish. Um, I think it was a way to get money. It's probably what it was like a get rich quick in the game scheme. Like, mm. hey, do you want to trivialize money? Fish. Fish. Uh, and I did. Yeah. And that was the they, answer. They always it. have to put rare, you always have to put rare finds in your fantasy games and fishing, right? You could always fish up an Excalibur. You know, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yep. You know, Ooh, like, get it. Yeah. yeah. But what's it's, disappointing uh, is that none of these games ever fulfill that promise. It's either too much RNG and it takes too long, or you think you might fish up something cool, but you just never do, and then you regret ever doing it. Like yeah. fishing, I, you know what, Bo? It's I'm bad gameplay. I'm uh, sorry, everyone. I'm like, with just you. Make a fishing game. If you're into fishing, do fishing right. Yeah. I'm all for fishing. And those exist. Like, but those are things. Go put them in your game that's about other shit. It's really, it's really shit content. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, it, it, no, people aren't going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that it's shit content that you're degrading. Or, or okay, if you're going to give me like a little farmer uh, community simulator, Stardew Valley kind of business, let me just throw my line in the water and immediately pull it out with a fish on it. Like yeah, make the mechanic yeah, sure. just quick. Like it's a fantasy game. Boop, just make gamify. Yeah. Put it in. Put it in. Exactly. Exactly. Make it actually fun. Like any other kill or any other thing you'd do with a one shot. Make it feel like that. We're good. Yeah. I don't want to sit there and go, did it bob? I think I heard it. Did it bob? I didn't see it. Did it? Oh, shit. I missed it's it. like Diablo, but fishing. They're just like, <laughs> got 15 fishing rods. And just going, <laughs> there was a cool, there was a cool indie game a couple of years ago called, um, oh, shoot. There's two Fish of them Hobble. now. Something, uh, but your weapon was a fishing, a fishing pole. You never fished with it though. You just used it to like cast to the island that was too far for you to walk to or swim to, and it would pull you over there. It was almost it would act like a, um, uh, like a, a I don't know what a grappling hook, I guess, uh, like an yeah. retractable grappling hook, and you would fight monsters with it and trap them and do like CC with it and stuff. I can't remember the name of that game, and I wish I could because it's actually it's super recommendable, but it was cool. So somebody once in a while will go, hey, what if it was a fishing game without any actual fishing? I'm down with those too. That's a creative, you know, creative use yeah. of your fishing idea. Mm. But if you're just going to have me stand by a pool where there's some stuff flopping around, I'm like, oh, that's probably a fishing hole. And I throw a thing in there and wonder half the time if I'm even near the fish, at least with it like um, uh, Animal Crossing, you see the thing, like the little black turd shape moving in there and you throw your line where you think it's going to be. So the game has a little bit of like, I don't know, you have to, you you have to be smart about placement, but once you do, you're pretty much guaranteed the fish will bite and you'll get it. Well, there you go. That's a reason why I like fishing in Final Fantasy. There's no like special pool. Like if it's if there's water, you fish. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's a it. better thing. That's, yeah. that's all there is to it. You don't have to go looking for a special little pool here. Now different pools have different fish. Um, also, I think I just like it because honestly, there's just a pet I want from fishing. That's yeah. all. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's, it's just I the mean, right incentive, and that's all it needs. You know, you know. I know I'm railing about it, but like, you know, to rationalize it. I mean, it's an activity people like. You sit there. Oh no, I, stuff, I think but, I, you know. I think you, I think you're a hundred percent right. Yeah, I agree with everything Bo said. Yeah. And I hope they put fishing in every game from here on out, just to continue if to let him feel okay. the way he feels. <laughs> to, 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 pile on, to pile on here, if I'm a wizard man in a game where I can conjure giant, uh, someone mentioned this in the chat too, like a giant flaming boulder from space, 
Yeah. Let me get what, fish that way. Why don't I just raise fish and lift all the fish out of the water? Right. Have that just go yeah. gaboosh in a hundred Some fantasy fish. game, you guys. Jeez. Yeah. That's well, I think they worry about collateral damage because you don't want to do that uh, unless it's on porpoise. Oh, I see. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Now we've wandered into the alleyway where everyone dies. This is a bad place to be. Let's get out of here. Uh, there was also this news about Skyrim's treasure foxes. Uh, they uh, This came out that it was a complete accident, according to the dev, and uh, became an un- unintentional phenomenon. So for people who don't remember how that worked, there were these foxes that were leading players to treasure in the game. And I remember those. And I remember thinking, what a weird little mechanic. But that's kind of cool. These foxes know where the treasure is. I guess I'll, I'll follow them to the treasure and, and get it because this fox told me where to go. That's not what they happened. It, or what not, that's, I mean, it is what happened, but right. not, they didn't sit down and go, hey, guys, let's do uh, environmental gameplay and make foxes the way you find treasure in our game. Yeah. It just coincidentally based on how they program the AI wound up being true. I didn't even know this was true about the foxes. So this was this like a new, double story me. for me. Mm-hmm. This is like, to me in this second. Yeah. I didn't know that foxes would lead you to treasure in Skyrim. Yeah. So I was already excited. And then I found out it was an, a happy accident. And that was interesting on its own uh, as well. Yeah. I think this is cool. I think more, uh, more developers should look at this. And do cool stuff like this in their game because I haven't wanted to touch Skyrim in a while. And as soon as I found out Foxes led you to treasure, I was like, well, I'm glad they're getting a re release because, man, now I want to play some Skyrim again. Yeah. Hmm. I, I actually, now, you know, knowing it'll be on Game Pass and knowing I don't have to think about it too much when it comes out, I, I probably will crack this open again and maybe do a fresh run. But um, it says here, so here's the story. The mystery of the Skyrim Foxes seemingly led players to treasures has been explained by former dev Joel Burgess in a Twitter thread. Uh, Not a feature uh, intentionally implemented. The Foxes appear to guide players to hidden rewards due to the game's nav mesh, a 3D sheet of polygons overlaid on the environment that directs the paths of the AI. So according to Burgess's explanation, Skyrim Foxes had a very simple AI. They were programmed to only flee away uh, or flee away when encountered. So why would they flee towards areas of treasure? It's because sites where treasure uh, where treasures were hidden, like campsites and ruins, contain more complex triangles and vertices than wilderness locations. So if a fox is programmed to flee 100 triangles, then it would gravitate toward running toward areas with lots of those triangles, which tended to be aforementioned areas of complexity like ruins and camps. So in other words... They weren't leading you to anything. They were just doing their natural behavior, which is go where all the nodes are. And the nodes just happen to be the place where all the shit was. It's great. It's great. I is it a, is awesome. it a reliable thing? Like what happens if you get in the game, chase a fox around for five hours? I've go, done this it. is worse than fishing. I used to do it. And every time I'd find one and follow it, they'd take me to treasure. I thought, but this wow. it's because of this. It was a natural uh, side effect of just, you know, cheap AI concepts and, and pathing like it's just it's crazy i i absolutely love it though i think it's amazing yeah this sort of stuff is so cool and the video games are full of things like this the one i always think about is back in the early days of everquest yeah. uh before the game had maps and it was just you know looking around mm-hmm. um people used to throw swords on the ground in order to tell which direction it was because swords always pointed to north south oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, that's great that's great. So 
part of being an adventurer was you would carry around a sword just so you could go bloop and throw it on the ground and then go, okay, I now know the directions. <laughs> that's great, dude. Like, it's nuts. And that's such a weird, cool thing. And obviously, I'm glad that, you know, we got to a place where most video games have maps. But mm-hmm. it's also neat to think about a time when that wasn't the case and you could actually really get lost in these worlds. Yeah, I agree. Uh, um, yeah, there is something to be said about too much UI taking away the the magic of discovery in a game for sure. Yeah, I agree. It's a it's a fine th- thread to needle or needle to thread. Uh, yeah. No. I just yeah. you just have to understand what your game is trying to do. If you're right. making an exp- you know, if it's an exploration game, you don't want that. But if it's an ARPG, yeah, you want the maps. You don't Yeah, and I need like, you know, I've been playing Guild Wars two again. I'll get to it later in more detail, but um that game's pretty good about saying here's where you generally need to go to do a thing. But it doesn't hold your hand too much when you get there. You kind of still have to go, all right, well, would I hide in the bushes? Oh, yeah, I would. And there he is. Like, it's not just a, an arrow pointing at the ground where you need to stand. Um, and, well, and there's Especially a, when, you, yeah. when you get into that mode where you feel like, I look at the mini-map more than I look at the graphics of the game. Like, that's yeah. when you know there's a problem. And yeah. that's happened in games before. Oh, I, absolutely. I hate it. Yeah, I don't like that feeling. The feeling is bad. It's a bad feeling. Uh, that's pretty much it for what's going on. A lot of Skyrim, a lot of Quake. There's nothing else. Uh, But we would be remiss if we didn't take a moment here and enjoy a Dear Martha Steam review brought to you by John Jagger. John, anything special? Yeah, we got some special stuff today. So I actually have three reviews. Uh These were all submitted by core listeners. Oh, so I kind of didn't know what to do about this because people started sending me Steam reviews. Yeah, and I didn't know if I should treat it like you know, like if you're an author and you're like, oh, I only read what I found. <laughs> if you bring it to me, I'm not going to read it. And that sounded really presumptuous. So I, I just thought, well, okay, but what if I just did a time where every now and then, especially if I'm having a really rough day and I'm not finding anything. Maybe I'll just do community ones. So I found uh, three reviews that were sent to me via Discord. Um, and we'll do those. All right. Uh, let's begin. My dearest Martha, today I submit to you my review of Conquest of Elysium 5. Martha, you can quit to the main menu. <laughs> Yours in this life and the next, Mace Swinger 2000. Oh, man. Yeah, that's true. You can't quit and to the main menu. That one came from Raksha on Discord. All right, Raksha. Now, did they write it or they found it and sent it to you? That one, I believe, was found and sent. This next one was written specifically so that they could have a Dear Martha read. That's a pretty awful review, right? It's it's not a good review. It's a bad review. Well, let's hear this one then. My dearest Martha, I present to you now a review for the game Loop Hero. Martha... I poured ketchup in my eyes last night. In hindsight, it was a bad idea. Five out of five stars. Yours in this life and the next, Tweep. Uh, all right, I know who Tweep is. Okay, hold on. Bo, you know, you've heard of Heinz that's before? My, that's, well, that's my Pokemon Unite partner. <laughs> yeah, He's been playing nonstop with me. Oh, yeah, Tweep's awesome. But his joke is a Heinz ketchup brand joke, and if they don't have Heinz up in uh, in Canada, that joke makes no sense. Oh, we sense. have Heinz up here. Oh, you sure. do? Okay, good. All right, we're safe. We've got... We've got oh, I shouldn't say it. 
<laughs> yeah, get it, chat room. You know, you know the thing about ketchup, side. right? It's full of rat shit. Yeah, oh yeah, no, it, I, it's full of. Uh, oh, did I ever tell you this? We've got rat shit sauce up here too. My my mother in law <laughs> went to a ketchup uh, production place. And they told them there on this tour that you can have up to seven full-sized flies in every bottle of ketchup all ground up in there before there's a problem. Like, the limit is seven. It's protein. It's fine. No, it's it's not fine. It's horrible. They gave us as kids in school a list of the acceptable amount of bug bits in I mean, flies are fine compared to ratchet. Ratchet actually makes you sick. Flies. I don't want ratchet. I don't want any of it, to be honest. I'd like none of it, please. Yeah. Right. The less I'm, you I'm know you. Yeah. is when it comes to food. You're right. It's just universally the better. I agree. Ignorance is truly bliss in that case. All right, John, our third and final review. My dearest Martha, I present to you now my review for Way of the Samurai 3. Martha, sole survivor on the battlefield. Heavy injuries and collapsed in front of two scavengers. They brought me back to their village and nursed me back to health. So far, so good. Then, I get scolded by my savior, the village head, for being a samurai. Okay. Agreed to help a woman cut her vegetables. She started throwing stone lanterns at me to test my skills. (laughs) Tried to parry like an idiot. Managed to cut gigantic leeks, but the sword now almost destroyed. Okay. Spoke to a man who offered me an idiom and threatened me for money. Okay. (laughs) Two obviously bad guys accosted a young woman, drew my sword and cut one of them down. The other kneeled and then ran away immediately. Woman turned out to be the game manual. Okay. (laughs) Spoke to a feisty 80-year-old woman, gave me a quest to find her undies. Okay. Spent the next 30 minutes looking for the save point, dude, because Strange Meter is full. In the process, I looted some dead bodies, ate a rotten rice ball, and got really lost. It is the best Sengoku Jidai simulator ever. I think I mispronounced that. That's fine. Yours in this life and the next, okay. Raptor Mesh. All right, wait, okay. wait. So, what is this? Is this a real game? That's a what game. game is this? Yeah. Uh, Way of the Samurai Three, and oh. that came from Tentacle Time Eternal on Discord. Nice, well done, guys, with your your homemade reviews. Way of the Samurai. Yeah, Way of the Samurai. I don't know that I've heard of that. Way of the Samurai. Well, there's four of them, as far as I can tell. Oh, there are four. Let's uh-huh. see. Uh, Way of the Samurai game series. Yeah, you're right. Three was four. in 2016. There's a spinoff called Samurai Western and Katana Kami. The Way of the Samurai Story. Oh, these look kind of cool. These are uh, highly rated games set in 1877. A ronin named Kenji, controlled by the player, arrives in an outpost. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, mostly Jap- Jap- Japanese releases, these games. But I guess you, I guess there's stuff here, too. All right. Well, we learned something new about a new series along the way. Now this. <laughs> Our week in games that we played. I mentioned earlier, uh, actually, no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change gears. Bo, we're starting with Pokemon Unite. We're getting, we're doing Bo first. Oh, man. Bo's going first. Bo, first up today, Pokemon Unite. Oh, shit. You're on a Unite uh, vacation right now, right? Uh, Well, yeah, so I'm on vacation from my day job. Sorry. I was just a little distracted when you said that. I saw this picture of a guy with a, it's like a toilet paper roll on his junk. 
in that way of the samurai game. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to c- copy it here. This is important. No, this please looks real do. Wild. Yeah, please do. Hang on. Uh, all right, there you go. You see that thing there? Uh, <laughs> what the? <laughs> this is really distracting me. Oh, what the frick, dude? You weren't. That's kidding. a that's a screen cap from Way of the Samurai, and I'm j- I was just trying to figure out what that was. It kind of looks like it could be. I mean, I don't know. Here you go. I'll show it to Japan. the chat. There you go. Look at that. Yeah, show it to the chat room so they know that I'm not just not screwing around here and being yeah. distracted. I was He's like, what, like what looks like a jock strap and a big PVC pipe out front. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And there's, anyways. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Unite this week. <laughs> I'm now on to Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. yeah that photo really distracted me. I mean, yeah, just the. It's really weird. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think if and there isn't anyone who probably doesn't know what it is, given that I've talked about it last week, it's a MOBA, it's Pokemon. Um, it's on Switch only, going to be released on mobile uh, in September, late September. It's cross-play, so it's not a different environment. Yeah. You can play interchangeably on both. Yeah. I have played, I think, 40 hours this week. I'm probably a couple hundred games in at this point. Oh, man. I've been going hard on the ranked ladder. I'm proud to say I'm at the hero's equivalent equivalent of Diamond 2, so I'm two leagues away from Master at this point. And now I was going to ask, so, how do you know all this? this? Is all part of the UI? It tells you what your rank is? is do MMR? The UI is very bad compared to Heroes. Yeah. But yes, there is a standings rankings thing where you get to know what that is. So yeah. it basically has the same thing as Heroes. It's got it's just different names, right? So copper, silver, gold. Platinum, diamond, master. Right. In Pokemon, it's great, or it's beginner, great, expert, veteran, ultra, and um, master. And so I'm ultra four. And so the, the max rank is ultra five. And then you get to master. So I am close to master uh, tier in Pokemon Unite, <laughs> given Pretty that I've spent a lot of time. So I can answer a lot of questions about the game if you have them. I do. Um, I have questions about this ranking stuff. Is it. Uh, um, like if you fall out of ultra, same kind of thing as heroes or other MMOs where your MMR dips and now you're in your Yeah, another. it's an ELO. It's up and down. So you can definitely go down. You can definitely go up. There are protections in this game that you don't get in the other games. So it actually favors you climbing. I suspect they're going to do like a Hearthstone thing where you, the next season starts. Everyone's back down to beginner and you got to race your way up somehow. They might do some sort of thing like Hearthstone 2 where you, you at least get some advantages if you may, based on your placement. But you get these tickets as a prize. Like right now, I'm going to get 15,000 tickets. And the tickets are mainly for cosmetics, except one other important thing they do is they give you item enhancers. You can buy item enhancers, which is how you upgrade the held items you have in your hand. So like League of Legends and the rune system, you do have an outside-of-game customization on three held items. And it gets really expensive to level them up. And their, their benefits are tangible. So you want to have them, but you don't need to level them to 30. Getting them to 20 is enough. But Is that the gotcha thing? Do you feel like that's where they're trying to get your money? Well, it's one of the gotcha things. I mean, you can you can convert EOS gems into tickets to buy the item enhancers. Mm-hmm. So, so, but, you know, they give out a lot. So you don't really need to. I've gotten four items now to level 20 without having to buy any uh, anything. So... And there are some items that are definitely bad. You'll want to watch some YouTube videos. It's a, it's a MOBA, so you'll want to be... You know, researching some of the stuff, especially in the case of Pokemon Unite, it's not as informative as the Heroes UI. So you do have some do some out of game knowledge learning, but it's if you want to play ranked. I think if you're just playing the game, you can just kind of enjoy the game and 
have fun with it. Um, you don't. It's sort of optional on that level. But if you're starting, to, if you get into tryhard mode, then you'll want to do some studying. I think. Oh. Um, our friend Kyle is doing a. Here's a, a Pokemon Unite po- podcast called AOS Clubhouse. So if you do want to get your feet wet in learning to play better, then he's doing some content over there with Kai Berries and Mockery TV. Nice. I recommend it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, more questions. Uh, John, do you have anything, any burning stuff here you want to ask? Like, uh, why is Slow Slow Bill or whatever his name is cool? Or what's the name? Slow Bill. What's the- uh, I know why Slowpoke is cool. Slowpoke. He's just one of the best Pokemon that ever existed. He's, okay. uh, he's extremely slow. He's pink. His eyes are a little askew. And he doesn't feel pain. And uh, his reaction time is extremely slow. And when you press a button, he rolls on his back and snoozes and gets health back. Like, he's just fantastic. He's just a fantastic character. And uh, y- you don't need much more than, than Slowpoke slash Slowbro. Mm. Like, yeah. he, the evolution of Slowpoke, Scott, just for Pokemon lore, and this yeah. is why he's so great. Yeah. Most Pokemon evolve and actually turn into something new. Yeah. Slowpoke has something bite his tail, and it makes him slightly smarter and better. That's his evolution. <laughs> he doesn't really turn into something different. He just gets bitten by a, another Pokemon that then fuses to his tail and becomes better for it. Wow. All right, that's now, you that's, may have convinced me. The, 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 na- the napping in this game is unreal because Slowbro is a sleeper, but also I play. I, I've switched off of Pikachu to Snorlax. I'm a Snorlax main because that's what's helped me win games. Yeah, I was playing the tank and Snorlax. Also, it's in the name Snore. He likes to sleep a lot. He has, yeah. a, he has one of his moves is called Nap, and you just lie down in the battlefield and take a nap. Then what does yeah, that do? Lots, you're invulnerable. Your, it heals. It, heal, you're, it heals. You're unstoppable, and it heals your health. For nice. A little bit. That makes yeah. sense. I could have probably guessed that. I don't know why I didn't think think of it. Uh, so, uh, what else would I ask? Uh, oh, oh, I know. This is one of the questions I was going to ask. So they kind of start you out pretty hot and heavy for, uh, to to get with uh, Pikachu and his business. Um, and you were pretty much Pikachu main for a while. Is it still a viable character? Do you feel like you're kind of done with him? He's newbie now. Like what? Where? Where do you? Well, where are you at? I mean, he's a novice character. It's easy to learn. But as you get to learn the heroes, you get to learn their. Um, you know shortcomings and and strengths, and then if you're playing it competitively, then some some heroes are just outclassed by others, strategically speaking. Mm. I switch mainly because Pikachu's still all right, but um, ranked is fairly aggressive, and you know it's the same heroes thing. If you play a tank, I can control the battlefield more than if I play a damage guy, because right. then you know the tank we might get is just doing weird shit. <laughs> like here's the first tip, everyone, when you're playing this game. <laughs> You don't go to their goal and fight at the goal thinking you're going to get a goal. Like, unless they're dead and you have a window to score or you've got a score shield and know what you're doing, you probably should just farm and yeah. then wait for objectives to come up. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. That happens when the tank does that, then everyone else follows and the whole team commits suicide. Then Zapdos comes up and you've lost the game. Yeah. So because I play the tank, I can sort of ping retreat and then go away and then people will chicken out because their meat shield's gone. Um so, and then I can just, it's like, Snorlax is like playing Muradin. He has like, not a, a Q hammer, but he has like a snore so he can snooze people. He's got a big shield. That's really awesome. So, you know, it, at the end of the day, winning the game often comes down to the Zapdos fight at two minutes left in the match. And so controlling the, where the fight is happening as best as I can, I've been able to make more of an impact in the solo queue that way. So it really isn't about which hero's better. Although I'd say Pikachu is not Pikachu's fine for your quick match games and ranked. I think I plateaued with him around platinum. Okay. I just wasn't winning as many games anymore because 
he's a mage. He's like Jaina. Like you cast all your spells and you got to hang around for a bit until your cooldowns come off and then do it again. And yeah, it just, I was going to say that. The, the game like is Jaina. too fast for that. Like sure. it's way too fast. It's they, actually my one of my, and I mean, I don't have the experience Bo does, so he's pro- he probably would disagree with this, but this is just my perspective as a new player. Uh, it's actually the thing I don't like about the game is I feel like this game's design is actually counter to itself. Like you win based on points. Doesn't matter how many, like how many times you killed the enemy team. Like not that it's completely inconsequential, but like at the end of the day, your points matter. But your points being higher than their points is what wins the game. And based on how quickly you respawn in this game and can get back into the fight and drop back in, the window for scoring for like what feels like eighty percent of a match is extremely small. And it actually doesn't behoove you to score. <laughs> and there's limits mm-hmm. to how many uh, balls you can carry around mm. through the whole thing. Yeah. So the amount of time you spend walking around maxed out on how many balls you can carry because the game doesn't allow for a window to turn in because a team fight, it's not like heroes. You wipe the team and through the majority of the match that buys you seconds Mm -hmm. to get in and score but in that window it could be okay well we killed pikachu and then we were working on a snorlax and we were trying to get him down and we got him down okay we got everybody down we can move in but pikachu's now already back and coming in Mm -hmm. so now we got to fight him too or we need to back off i just feel like it plays counter to itself a lot in a in a frustrating way and I'm sure with more time, uh, I would be able to figure that out. But it just made for an experience that I didn't really like. Yeah. The res like, timers are really short, for sure. It, yeah. it, I and I don't. I like fast res timers. Like that's cool. But like, I want to fight, so I'm just sitting there fighting, and I just end up sitting at like max balls through the whole thing, and uh, don't you ever get a window to turn shields. it in. Yeah. You may enjoy so, score. Score shields are pretty pretty good item. Um, for the early game, it gives you when you turn it, it gives you a shield, and so long as you have that shield, you're unstoppable. So you can actually score while the enemies are up. Yeah, and it's good on tanks because it's a percentage increase on your score on your shield. So as a tank, you get a lot of shield. So there, there are people who learn to bully who you know maybe they, you get one of them down. Maybe you just walk right up through their low health and you just ignore them, walk up and score in their face, and they can't stop you. They're, they're hitting you like crazy. It doesn't work as much late game, but it might be an item that might increase your pleasure. Just playing the game if you do get back to it i would yeah. recommend it no well that's cool and you've been streaming it a lot so if people want to see bo uh playing there's a very good yeah. chance at uh, at bo schwartz on uh on the old twitch there you'll twitch. find him yeah uh yep, playing a ton any other questions i don't think so <laughs> i got your no, pokemon I, unite information I, covered i think i think the thing that this game needs more than anything like bo said it needs a ui cleanup like whenever i oh, yeah. launch this game I feel like, you know how a magician uses distractions so that they can do their uh, illusions yeah. Yeah, and they pull uh, your get eye away one way. with it? Yeah. That's what I feel like this game is doing when I log in. And I'm like, am I losing money? Are they taking money from me? Because I feel like there's so much going on on this menu that they, they have found a way to get my wallet. And they're just trying to distract me from it. It is a like, lot. It is one of the busiest like main UI screens I've ever seen. There's so much on it. Uh, yeah, there's a ton of menus and not enough information. The font's really big, and they don't, you know, it's they, yeah, well. They keep keep in that. mind the devs for this made that game I used to tell you guys about that was made by the 
it was basically the mobile version of of uh, League of Legends. Vainglory or Valor of Legends that, or something No, like that. what was that called? Yeah, it was some one of those kind of names. Anyway, yeah. that's this is that team. And when I look at this oh. interface, I'm looking at the exact interface. Like this is uh, this is them reskinning it kind of. So my guess is well, I mean, they very well could, you know, turn back and, and maybe tweak it and fix it. But I agree with you. It's not great. And part of it's not great because I really think they just lifted it from their previous successful you know, mobile, mobile effort. And like maybe it. that text and, and stuff works on mobile, but when I'm playing it on my switch, I'm like, I can, we can, you can do better. <laughs> we can yeah. do better. Than we can this. do better. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That, by the way, speaking of that hit switch this next month, uh, shoot what day end of the month looks like. And it is cross play yeah. confirmed. So a uh, big influx of players across the board will happen with that game. Uh, you'll pretty much never not be able to get a match. Hopefully it doesn't mess up the veterans too much with, a bunch of fresh MMR. I don't know. How, I don't know how that's all going to work, but uh, it's coming there. And I'm going to. I'm actually looking forward season, to it. So we'll find out what they do for seasons. Do you know? You don't know how seasons work. No. They. Season. How do they? Do you know how they work? I haven't really. Well, not really. In. Except like I don't know if it's a full ladder reset or if it's like a Heroes of the Storm deal where you just be placement games and then you're in your general area. No one really knows. Yeah. Well, I guess they're going to. I mean, it's probably co- to coincide with that mobile launch, and, and who knows if it changes. I don't know if I'm going to be playing this game this intensely for years. Like, I'm going hard this season. Right. I may move on from it. I don't know that if this is like a Heroes like level seven year commitment of playing. Like, I think I'm just really enjoying it right now. I'd, sure. I have to, you know, I want to play other things, I think. Yeah, you can never. They, they, they may do something that totally compels you to stick. And if not, well, maybe they won't. But my thinking is, I want to see how this plays on that thing I got. The. Um, uh, what the hell is it called? The backbone. The backbone just yeah. just see how it plays. Oh, I'm sure it'll play great on the backbone. Yeah. I mean, I play it handheld too. It's it's better with the. I have a sort of a pro controller. It's way. It's better. It just feels better because it's an action game and yeah. it's you know, but it works just great on on handheld mode for Switch. So I imagine it'll be pretty good. It'll be pretty good. Yeah. Backbone. So we'll try it out and see how that goes. Then I you know having 5G wherever I go is kind of cool and. Being able to play it wherever I want, although I'd look like a complete proper dork at like a doctor's office or something, but whatever. <laughs> That's Mr. Johnson's time for your dental appointment. Like, wait, 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 wait. I got I to gotta eat Pokemon Unite and finish to finish. Be two minutes. We, Fight we Zapdos. Wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't want the professional podcaster to look like a dork when he's No, we don't want that. Uh, in, in, in the meat space, you know, people think I'm a respectable adult, but they don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's that whole what they think I do, and it's an, a picture of you in NPR or something yeah. like that. Yeah. What, yeah. I, what, what I think. actually do, you're playing Pokemon Unite on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? that, I should yeah. do a proper uh, image meme for Twitter for that, but I haven't taken the time to do it, but I know I could come up with some good stuff, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, Bo, you played a little more Disco Elysium. Uh, still loving that. Oh, still I did. It? Yes, yes. So, oh, man, that game is... How far have you gotten, John? This game is like Depression Simulator. Like it's. I haven't made it very far. Like, I think I've gotten... Just, to the second day. Let me just tell you, one of the Twitch viewers would have, like had left. He's like, "I'll come back later." And I was like picking up, you know, bottles from from containers and stuff, and just you know, hanging out in the game. Yeah. And when he came back, like I started, I found a payphone and I started dialing random numbers. And at one point, I don't know why I did this. I just some some man uh, answered. I didn't know. I was just like dialing whatever. And I was like, you know, put your wife on the phone. I want to speak to her. And he's, she's like, what? And he's like, and then I'm like, yeah, I've been, you know, plowing your wife kind of thing. Jeez. And then he's like, what? And he drops the phone. He starts beating her. And then I'm like, 
oh shit i was just joking around what the like and then i try to like get a hold of them there's a kid crying in the background and they hang up and i'm like okay like i just and then i'm like you know what let's dial another number let's keep going and i did this a couple of times it was interesting after doing it five times my intuition my brain uh like i don't know if it was my shivers or my something in my brain one of my brain voices like you want to dial numbers randomly and i dialed a bunch of numbers and I dialed my ex. Whoa. And that game makes a big deal about Whoa. that. I mean, I don't know if this is spoilers, but, like, I didn't know what number I was doing. And, like, because I know my name now and stuff. Like, I know a lot about my character. And it was so intense. And it started raining. And I'm in this payphone all alone in this shitty part of town that's, like, dilapidated. And I'm like, who the hell am I? And then she's like, let's not talk. I don't want to do this. And there's a man in the background talking. And then by the end, like the way that it hung, like I didn't expect that to happen. And the guy who was watching came back and he's like, what did I come back to? And I just like left. I was like, this is so intense. Like, like obviously something really bad happened and I'm no longer with my significant yeah. other and I'm dialing. It's just like, it's so well written and it's so good. I mean, so I mean, that's the right? thing. I've played enough of that game to know that you inadvertently calling your ex is an insane deal in that world. And yeah. And they, the story they don't, that they're telling, they depict it very believably. Like I'm like, I'm in the moment, like believing this story is important and mattering and stuff, you know, like it's, it's so good. And all this um, stuff you guys are describing is voice now, right? All of it. Everything is voice in the game. Yeah. It's, a, it's a long game. Like, I've played... They're up on YouTube. I made a playlist of all my playthroughs. I think I'm at, like, 30 to 40 hours now of playing. I cut out all the breaks, too, so no one has to sit and do the chair simulator for a while. Yeah. Um, uh, of me playing. And it, it's actually quite a long game if you really get into it. Like, a little conversation with uh, some NPC can turn into an hour if you just keep talking to them. Like, they... they they will talk to you and waste your investigation time, but it's cool. It's fun. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, that game is intense and so well-written and, and, like, so good at guessing my reactions to things and then making fun of me for my reactions that... How did you know I was going to react that way to this shit? You know, like, it, it's so, like, so good. It's so well... It makes you see what an artist making a game can do versus like a corporation, I guess it really feels like this is a, a created experience from people that want you to feel something when you play the game. It isn't just about, you know, the, the gameplay loop or am I constantly busy the whole time? It's about like messing with you psychologically and in, in meaningful ways, like not just messing with you for the sake of doing it, but actually touching you emotionally. It's super good. Like it, it's just it's like nothing else. I don't think I've played a game as good as this um, ever in my life, uh, wow. narratively speaking. Well, it's great. I I I will forever appreciate a game that puts in tons of extra stuff that you may not ever hear. Do you know what I mean? Like it feels like a yeah. waste, kind of like a, from a production standpoint. But if your job is to build a giant tapestry, and part of that tapestry is a three hour conversation with an NPC that you might talk to, or you might not. Let's say there's only a 20% chance you'll talk to him, but if you do, it's a content filled moment that blows me away. Like that is, that is an admirable thing in video games because I know that stuff's not just some computer making it up. You know, that's people writing this shit. And then, yeah, everything's optional here. Like you could plow your way probably through this game without doing much of the side content. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, it's, just it's hard crazy. to know what side content in this game too. You're yeah. just here to solve a mystery. Like uh, you could be a sh- you could be thorough and talk to everyone. Maybe that's a waste of time, or you could be super efficient and just get through it in ten hours. Like I don't know what that playthrough looks like. 
I, I'm interested in playing a second time to see stuff that I missed. I want to know if I'm physically strong instead of pun- when I try to punch that kid and fall on my ass, if I have like a strength of six, do I kick him into the upper stratosphere? Like <laughs> hey, what happens? Yo. What happens to the narrative did, when like I you, do things uh, differently? Did you die from sitting in a chair? Oh, no, but I got hurt. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Everard's chair. Yeah. Did you notice the thing about Everard, by the way? I don't know if I want to spoil it, but there's brothers, right? I don't, you don't know. I don't remember. We can talk about. We can talk yeah. about it. So, yeah. There's so but, much. Like I'm. Also, the mystery is good. They give yeah. you lots of stuff. Like I have a notepad. It's 30 pages deep now that I've been writing like my notes in. Like just. Jeez. As I play, because I'm trying to figure out who killed the guy in the backyard. Like, and then these other mysteries come up. Like, oh, that's the small one. But see. Wow. Look at you. The case dude. of the missing husband. Like, there's, there's all kinds of stuff in there to do, and I've been just like taking notes and writing them down. Are you sure we weren't born um, in the same household? My writing, my handwriting is as bad as yours. We have terrible. Oh yeah, my handwriting's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I grew up with a computer. Like, I just hate handwriting. I do too. I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's the, what's the point? I feel you. Um. But uh, no, I've been taking tons of notes and there's still like, there's still things I'm seeing that the game is not like immediately rewarding. I'm like, I know something about this situation and at some point that's going to be important. And the fact that I observed it, wrote it down and, and noted it is going to reward me hopefully somehow. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, the thing that I thought was very crazy was I didn't think I was doing anything too differently from the first time I, I played this game to the second time I played it. And I played to about the same point both times. And in my second playthrough, I discovered the police notebook. Like, I didn't discover that the first time. And there's a ton of stuff around your police notebook and all this stuff pertaining to this item that I didn't see the first time through that I got to and was like, how did I miss this? This seems like the most important item in the game. Like this yeah. opens up a whole bunch of uh, interesting yeah. clues to who you are and what's going on and what kind of cop you were and like gives you so much insight. Completely missed it the first time through. You think this Robert Kurvitz uh, guy who who wrote and created this game, he's the game runner, he wrote the whole thing. Do you think that dude uh, does DMing on the weekend and just makes everybody else seem like the worst DM ever because he's like the greatest DM ever to live? I mean, definitely a good storyteller. Yeah, I bet he's amazing uh, in that role. Yeah, I bet, I bet she's amazing too. By the way, also I was I was totally like because I didn't know who I was. I wasn't doing drugs and stuff, yeah. and now I'm totally like I was like you know what I need to pass the skill check. I'm like I'm doing uh, pure holodin and then mixing it with speed. Oh man, the speed in this game! <laughs> like <laughs> I've done so much speed. <laughs> I'm like I need to pa- I, my my hand eye coordination is really low, so doing speed boosts up my my motorics ability. So I'm just like, I've been doing lots of speed now and I'm hoping I don't regret it because <laughs> I'm like, I need to pass the skill check. I don't want to look like an idiot. So I do speed and they're like, and your, your, your um, electrochemical is like, sweet. Now you've become a super cop. Yeah. You're going to solve this case, buddy. You've done the right thing here. And I'm just like, Oh my God, man, it's so good. It's really cool. I was um, just reading some stuff about this Kurvitz guy. He wasn't, um, he's not a game designer. He's an author. And was making a novel. This was the novel concept. And he met some friend of his who said this would be an amazing video game if we could figure out how to do it. And that's what turned him, you know, got got the idea to make it a game. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's one game sense, of the right? year at the Game Awards, right? Like, right. Uh, that blows my mind. That something. should not have happened. That's a, amazing. It's a great thing they did. It, it, like, now having played Disco Elysium, 
and seeing that it won an award, I'm like, oh yeah, this definitely deserved that award like ten times over. Yeah. And it's still not a game you're going to hear a lot about. It doesn't have the most followers on Twitter, and people are not. It's depressing. It's a work of art. Like it's so so good. Yeah, you're right. It won the Game Awards 2019's uh, Game Awards at one because that was the year yeah. it technically came out. This new version with all the voice stuff that that's more recent, but it yeah. won best narrative, it best really, independent, it, best role playing game, and be, best indie game. I mean, the one thing I'll say is like, you know, you'll feel like after playing it, like if you sit down and read a book for eight hours, like it's not like playing Diablo for a long time or Doom or, you know, it's, I do it in chunks. I don't play it all at once because, you know, you're just sitting there playing what is basically a story. It's almost like watching a movie or listening to an audio book. So like I've got to do it in chunks, but it's been very rewarding. Mm. Um, It's not like Pokemon Unite where it's like, I played eight hours yesterday. What am I going to do today? Play another eight hours? Like it's not soda pop of video games it's more of a big meal kind of thing yeah but a big complex somewhat unhealthy but great meal yeah um all right you've convinced me more than ever i just need to play the damn thing i don't know why i'm a few hours see if it hooks you it's just intimidated that's not everyone's cup of tea yeah i don't mind that i like i like a you know one of the things in here it says the the wire was a big inspiration well i freaking love the wire so Mm -hmm. you know I'm, i'm into this it's just it's so intimidating to me and i don't know why I've actually avoided video of the thing and audio of the thing because I don't, I'm, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's it's, it's weird because it looks so daunting. Well, I see that text over the side and I go, "Holy shit!" It's like fifty books, and you just read yeah, all day. That's a lot, yeah. But instead now, of reading it, you do it. Right. I find streaming it has made it easier. I've streamed all of my gameplay, but I haven't played it offline. There's a Twitch integration thing, so you know you can just stop and chat with your chat room. That's kind of fun part. been a fun part of the experience. They can help you vote on things. Although I try not to do that because this is my playthrough. But sometimes I'm like, what do you guys think? And then you can ha- they can vote. There's an overlay where they can vote on what they think your character should say. Mm-hmm. And you can take that or ignore it. And they can give you boosts, too, on stuff, which has been pretty fun. So the only thing I would say about a chat room is they always want you to take the dumb option that's going to make you look like an idiot. So you kind of got to ignore that stuff because it's funny. <laughs> I don't, I'm not mad at it. Um but uh, it's, I mean, it's good. I think the one thing is just like, you know, I mean, I'm in my 40s now. It's definitely like a, you know, uh, life in my 40s or older kind of thing, right? Like, it's just, you know, the glory days are behind you. Kids, like, laugh at you because you're, old, you know, you're like, you know, you're just like, when did this happen? Like, I'm one of you. And you're like, nope, you're old and, and, and washed up. And, and, you know, it'll put you in that place a little bit. It's depressing. Yeah, sure. But it's so well written and so funny. And sometimes, like, it it, go, it goes from that that whole like being super sad or, or or moving to being just funny and 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 like back and forth. It's just it's really well done. Yeah. And the, your brain talking to you, man. It's like it's in my head. Well, I even have a good transition from this game to mine because there's a painterly style to the art in the game that I really like, yeah. and it reminds me and has since I very first saw screenshots of Disco Elysium. It reminds me of the art that uh is all over guild wars 2 weirdly and i'm not doing this just because i need to transition like it actually reminds me of it um there's something kind of painterly about it but also modern in a weird way and even in the world of guild wars 2 they're like trees look like they were painted on the textures instead of you know actual tree textures and for some reason this style here bleeds into that in my head um yeah so this is that as good a time as any to do that. But, reminds yeah. me of something else, too, that happened recently. There's a character called Egghead. John, do you know Egghead? 
I don't know if I met Egghead. Okay. Anyways, you like Germans, right? When they're real crazy, there's a German who's like, "Yeah, I'm hot to the core." Yeah. <laughs> there's one of these guys. Anyways, I'm looking. he sounds like uh, the dude in um ah, what's the uh, show on Big HBO Lebowski or whatever? No, the, yeah. the, the on the, the HBO's uh ah, the show with with the 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 Ukrainian guy, the bald guy. Oh, Barry. Barry. It reminds me Barry. of that. <laughs> kind of like that, yeah, but he's 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 wild and crazy. Anyways, it just when in the when the lighter moments come up, I did you you'll see if you ever I probably will watch the stream. I don't necessarily recommend it, but I do talk. I do mention sometimes when I see silly things in there, I'm like, "Oh, Scott would really love this." Like, it would just be really he'd be like, "What the hell?" Really? Like it's one of those like funny, like Egghead's funny. I think yeah, I, I think you're selling me on it. I think I gotta get it. It's good. It's why I mean, you know, play it, and if you don't like it, it's okay. But like, I love this game to death. Like, it's it's amazing. It was on sale on Epic a couple of weeks ago, and I missed it. But I'll I'll grab it on Steam or something. All right. Uh, so I did play a lot of Guild Wars Two, and nice. I'm happy to report that Guild Wars Two remains pretty rad. That's a cool game. It was always cool, but yeah. Um. It's still the one part that surprised me is, you know, MMOs, they come, they go, whatever. You don't know really what the status of them are. Like, I guess DCUO uh, Universe Online is still very popular and a lot of people play that game. It's free to play now, but that probably helps. But um, I played it not too long ago. I had a good time. I installed in, uh, it. DC Universe Online. I installed I it because I was like, okay. I kind of want to check it out. I installed that in Star Trek today. Um just for that hey i know somebody who can play star trek online anytime he wants yeah i know that guy too mr lifetime achievement (laughs) lifetime achievement award over there but uh anyway because i've been you know poking my head in all these mmos i was surprised how many people are all over the place in that game like it's just packed with people um the cities have people running around there were people doing guild events in front of me there were um uh, small cities where they're just players out doing their stuff um my motivation this time around, somebody, somebody, a fan of the show, and I don't have his name handy or I'd give him full credit for this, uh, worked somewhere where they, for some reason, they had some physical copies of one of the expansions, uh, something, F- Path of Fire, the expansion, for a buck. And he's like, you want one of these? I'm like, yeah, I'd totally do that. And it comes with a character boost to 80. So you can take your any character you want or a new character straight to 80, oh. which is max level, but there's tons to do. Endgame wise, so a lot of people do that when they buy in, into an expansion. Anyway, so I, I got that, installed it, got an elementalist up to 80, and now I'm doing his class story, which scales level wise, so you can do it no matter what level you are. But I'm basically started at the beginning of his class story, working all the way up. I'm almost to where he's at his level 80 story steps. And the reason I'm doing this is at a certain story step, you get mounts. Mounts came to the game late, and like it's a part of the, um, uh, that expansion. The Path of Fire expansion, I think, or Heart of Thorns, one of those. Anyway, um, so I'm all about getting my damn mount. I just can't wait to get my first mount. I'm super stoked about it. And then collecting them and then getting skins and mounts actually do shit in combat. Like, it's crazy, this game. Anyway, um, so having, you know, spent a bunch of time in that world, messing around with my old characters that I remember and then doing this new guy and, and, and all this stuff. That game is rad. That game is cool, and I got completely hooked on it this week. So I spent all my time in Guild Wars 2, and I didn't expect to do that. I thought I'd just kind of poke my head in there and see what's going on and play with that level 80 content. But I don't know. Again, you know, with this exodus from WoW, a lot of players are trying to find other MMOs, and I think a bunch of them are back to playing that because this place was packed. Every, th- every time I get in there, people in there, just all over the place. It doesn't feel like a 
a game that's that's waning and they've got a new expansion coming out and that doesn't happen until next year so they seem to be all you know full steam ahead it's still buy the buy the game or its expansions but no monthly fees and there's a bunch of shop stuff but it's all cosmetic um it's just a cool cool game it looks good holds up wild that there's a lot of people playing because if you were to if you're to base like just what what was important about being a part of an MMO on like your YouTube views or whatever it would you know you have to be at a place that's popular that's the only place that you should go play a game yeah I feel like but that's if Guild waning. Wars has like a thriving community that does not give a shit about <laughs> yeah any of that like they're just yeah. there they're playing their game and they don't care about Twitch views or YouTube views like there's a community they're playing I, I just I like to see it that's all it I do too me- I'm with you I hope it's a waning thing that we rely so much on who's streaming what and therefore the audience follows that I like I would much mm-hmm. rather see a return to more of a I just like it because it's great or this is where my community is or whatever and you're not just being led around by a Pied Piper who happens to have a big following on Twitch or YouTube. Um, and I'm not talking about anybody in particular. I know people are going to think I am, but I'm not. I no, just, I just mean any game. Like, just you know, general. even Black Desert has the streamers and like, it's just any game. Like Guild Wars is not one I ever see anywhere. Like I see a lot of even what we might call second tier MMOs in terms of popularity. Mm-hmm. Guild Wars doesn't even register on like on, on, on any Richter scale of, of note. No. And yet there's lots of people in there playing. Who yeah. are these people? Why do they play there? Yeah. Like that's great. Like it's, it, I don't know. Like, and they're able to release another X pack. There's enough income rolling in from Guild Wars that yeah. they feel they can continue. They seem to be doing fine. Creating I just, I just forgotten how awesome. much depth was there at the time and now like there's so much depth to the combat and and uh, the combat's crazy in that game that game is nuts because it isn't just here are the 20 abilities you get as you unlock them like every other game it's hey oh you're holding a sword in this hand and then in this hand there's like a horn well guess what that's whole different abilities you have a staff up oh, whole new set of abilities uh you got a charm thing plus I don't know, you're dual wielding two daggers. Guess what? Whole new set of abilities. What if it's one dagger and a shield? Whole new set of abilities. Like, it's just got this crazy ability track that I, st- I still can't quite believe they pull that off. Um, and it's just yeah, deep and Yeah, I think that rad. was my favorite thing about the game is having abilities tied to weapons was very, very cool. Um, at least from the like the fantasy aspect because it, it let you feel like it didn't feel generic, you know, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of games where you can go, okay, well, I can either transmog or do something to make it look like I've got the weapons I got, but that very rarely reflects in gameplay. Right. This does. 100% this does. And you can still, you know, they've got a full transmog system for everything you have. Um, but also the mounts, instead of making a billion mounts, there's like six mounts total. One jumps, one kind of glides one's really fast and there's one that's technically a flying mount but really hard to get but uh it's just those limited numbers of mounts you can collect them all but where it gets crazy is all the skins you can unlock and there is a ton a shit ton of skins that just completely changes what everything looks like so clearly they've been working on this thing and there's tons of content in there and there's a bunch of players so i don't know i found it to be a bit of a shock and surprise because I was just planning on poking my head and then just kind of checking in, and I ended up getting sucked in. Man, it was it's it's been it's been something else. Uh, it's a very cool game. Yeah, it looks pretty action packed too. Eh? Like um, I'm just watching a stream of it now as you're talking, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, very action. Yeah, like I remember really liking starting the play of this. Like it just seems fast and yeah, hmm. it's good. 
It's real yeah, good. Yeah, I don't I don't know why I I bounced off of it, honestly. It was probably less a case of it doing anything wrong and more of probably at the time wow doing something right. Mm-hmm. You know, and just you only have so much time to devote at any given time, but I never it, it was a game that I never fell out of love with. I enjoyed my time with it and eventually I moved on, but I don't think I ever had a bad feeling about that game. Yeah. And it's uh no, I'm just here to tell you once in a while. I don't know. All of this sort of like feeling a little bit free of the of the wow shadow has just pushed me in some directions and finding new love and things like ESO, which everybody already knew about and all our dragon beef and everything. But I ended up um, putting another month down on uh, on Final Fantasy because I want to do some stuff in there. This is all just kind of my attempt to, I don't know, build out some MMO knowledge that I've just have been ignoring uh, that are coming from other people and be able, being able to see the creativity on display from some of these companies who in light of the wow competition had to really work for their shit had to really like do some, yeah. try to do some stuff. And even then people probably didn't notice it or it got ignored or just, well, whatever, that's a third tier MMO. I don't, I'm not going to see it. And now that you see it and you go, Oh my gosh, that's innovative as hell. Why didn't everybody do this? Well, because you know, it's just really hard to get gamers to, to pay attention when there's such a dominant force in the industry. But yeah, I mean, that's uh, the thing. Most of these games, they aren't new. People aren't talking about Final Fantasy because the last expansion was so good. It was, but like a lot of the content that people are losing their minds over is content that's been around, you know, for, for quite some time since the game relaunched, uh, if not after that, yeah. um, shortly. And same with Guild Wars and same with Star Trek Online. Like, I'm sure they've had their good updates, their bad updates. You know, all games do. But I think what people are discovering is stuff that has, by and large, existed this entire time. Yeah. It just, just wasn't getting the it. attention. It wasn't getting the focus. So and, and it's kind of nice to see people doing it. I'm glad you're doing it with multiple games because I have no intention to. No, do it I know it's not games. really your jam. But, but I, but uh, I, and I'm glad too because <laughs> it gives us a lot to talk about. But here, here's the the, the other thing. Like, it's interesting because. When you when you stick to one thing, uh, I mean, this isn't me piling on. Okay, there's enough of that going on right now in Warcraft land, and I'm not I'm not trying to do that. But it but it does remind you of, me of things like like Photoshop is a good example. Been around forever. It's the standard. When people say Photoshop, it's like saying Kleenex. They're saying the brand, but they're also saying it's the thing. Right? Yeah, Establish yeah, itself yeah. as the brand. It's like Band Aid. It's like anything like that where it's now the thing. You ask for a Coke because you may even not like Coke that much, but you say it because that's what everyone orders. It's like that. Um, WoW has that position or has had that position for a very long time in its own little space. Like Photoshop, the minute you you pull away from it for a second and try to have an open mind and go, well, what are other photo editing slash art programs, what are they doing these days? And are they close to what this is? is? Is it close enough to what this is? And what you find is there is a lot of really awesome shit happening that rival not only make not only equal what Photoshop is trying to do or has been doing, but beat it in lots of ways because a it doesn't have all this doesn't have thirty years of bloat and stuff they have to keep around, but um, in a lot of ways it just does stuff better. They've got better UI, smarter smarter functionality, better output options, all this stuff, and you discover that and go, well, wait a minute. Photoshop's just been sort of limping along and we were just all told to think it was the standard, but that's just because it's the lazy standard. 
Yeah. And really, there's and this what marketing other stuff. Does. They have all the marketing dollars, so you see it everywhere. And well, yeah, exactly. But they also that, have that you know? long term, you know, and they, you could argue they've earned it and they have. It's not that they haven't earned it. It's just now, now, if you really take a deeper look, you can find that, oh, well, this isn't, this isn't exactly what they're selling me. The same thing's happening to me with MMOs right now. I see these other systems and go, that's an amazing system. Like, that should be in every MMO. Why isn't it? Well, because people don't look further than what they think is the standard. And I think WoW's been able to coast on that for too long. Just of having, well, it's enough. Or it's uh, it's sort of like the Legion system, so we'll keep it in and then that's enough. You know, like it's always just barely enough. And I used to blame things like, oh, it must be the engine. They can't do much more than the engine. Whatever. I don't think that anymore. I think these other companies had to be hungry and had to, to come up with ideas that were different and separated them from from what is Warcraft to be something different. And they didn't get the recognition that I think they deserve. And they're all doing it. It's kind of insane. And to be being able to see that in this way now is is interesting. Just to be able to, you know. And again, I'm not this isn't pile on Blizzard. That's not what I'm doing. I mean, maybe you think I should be piling on Blizzard. I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying these systems and these ideas are pretty fresh and real and cool and and in many cases have been around for years and no one notices because the standard is the standard and we're all paying attention to the standard. Yeah. And, and, and you're weird. you're invested too. Like all your friendships and communities are there. I notice people don't move together to the same game often. You know, like you'll play a game together and then there'll be 10 different games that people gravitate towards naturally. So there's almost a sense of well, let's stay in this game where we're together. Yeah. Uh, sitting like says you know, sitting in the chat says there's some irony here that the podcast network that was all Blizzard all the time suddenly finding out about other MMOs. I don't think that's entirely fair. I had one show about World of Warcraft, and I mean, uh, you were aware of all the other MMOs. Yeah, you just I didn't play them to the extent you have now. <laughs> it's like, there's other MMOs. What? Yeah, and I spent months what? in Guild Wars two when it came out. I spent yeah. forever in ESO when it came out. Like I bounced back a lot, but. Also, it's just different talking about a game's launch, which is what you would typically do. Like if you're playing WoW and you're doing a show, uh, say, about World of Warcraft and a new MMO comes out, you try it when it comes out. You see basically the worst period in that MMO's history. You see all the server problems. You see everybody rushing. You see uh, an unpatched, just what they put out bit of content. You go, okay, this is what they're offering. Here's what I like. Here's what I don't like. And then you go on back to your, your MMO. I think there's a difference between looking at something that's coming out fresh versus going, okay, I'm not playing this game anymore. Let's see what other MMOs that have been around for years are doing. I think you get a different perspective, and I think you get something that you don't get when you check out a game uh, right when it launches. Yeah, yeah. and then But but even besides that, it's like, well, I'll just say it. Hey, uh, any graphic designers, artists, illustrators, cartoonists, photo editors out there listening to me, if your company, if you work somewhere and they're making you use Photoshop because that's what the company buys on a mass level, I get it. Whatever. You have to do what you have to do. But I am telling you, especially if you're on Macs right now, if you use that Affinity stuff, Affinity Photo, Affinity Designer and Publisher, those things are awesome. And the minute I figured that out, I couldn't dump the Adobe stuff fast enough. And I'm a lifetime Adobe user. This is all kind of recent. Yeah, wow. happened. Wow. And I used Photoshop since, I, I don't know, since the late 80s when I was in high school. Like with the earliest versions of the damn thing on um, early Macs, like all the way till current. And I know it back to front. 
I am telling you there are alternatives you just don't know about because you're stuck in the standard. And I'm just saying that's possible in gaming. It's just easy to get. It's like kids when you say, hey, I hear there's this new game that's kind of like Fortnite, but they do these other things. They're not going to leave Fortnite because they think they're in the club until they're they're, they're given a reason to rebel and leave. And they have an Ariana Ariana Grande skin they want to (laughs) use. Right. Yeah. Right, but like that, I'm telling you, like you'll suddenly you're not paying monthly for Photoshop anymore. I'm saving, I don't know, fifty, sixty bucks a month. I haven't, not once have I regretted it. I, What's I, it called? Affinity. Affinity. It's by a company called Serif. I don't know if they make Windows versions. Is it free to play? Is there a free version? No, they're but they're one. You pay once okay. and you're done. There's no. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. the old way, and I, they go on sale once in a to while. The subscription for like, I've been paying for years and years and years, and not getting too too well, much out. I, right. I, I, I tell me what you think about Paint.net because that's free and I use it. It's probably other. I shit. don't know. I used it. <laughs> but I'm no it's longer. Like I'm no longer going to. I think. But I'm never going to be. I'm no longer going to be that guy that hears you say Paint.net and go. That sounds like somebody's bad idea. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna have this way different mindset about this stuff moving forward because yeah. it's like I'm. I don't know. It's like I'm discovering. There's just real innovation that happens, and we get so clouded by the current PR, the marketing, the long term, just the, the stuff we just hold as like a, a belief or a standard that we think just stays. We got to get away from that. It's bad because then other stuff oh, gets stifled. Man, this is awesome. I'm looking at it. Man, now I wish I had a Mac. <laughs> yeah, it's that's the only uh, the only bummer is it's not on Shit. PCs, but <laughs> but they've got like uh, tablet versions of all this. That stuff works really well. Lots of interoperability. All your PSD files are great. They open just fine. All your PDFs you can export to PSDs, so it knows. Oh, well, if it'll work on iPad, then maybe I'm fine. Yeah, you'd be you'd be fine. I have it there, but they okay, they cool. they know who they are and they know the market they're in and they know they have to they have to work within a dominant photoshop world but they do it deftly and everything i do is easier faster and better and i paid what 45 bucks for it and that's it and all the updates are free and i'm just you know there's no subscription bullshit like i don't know i i had a real awakening with that and it's happening with (laughs) with mmos but, but you guys know me. I like to do this anyway. Like every six, yeah. seven months, it's like, hey, I found a uh, 20 mobile Korean MMOs I got to tell you guys about. Like, I like doing that. It's fun to see what shit's going on and not not getting stuck in my little island. You know, I just want to know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Guild Wars 2, man, it's tempting. I know. It's fun. I think, you know what? When you've had your way with all those, those Pokemon and you just need a break and want to fiddle somewhere, I think it'd be... Uh, <laughs> If you can, if you can Nothing get your account back. that sentence. <laughs> You've had your way with all those Pokemon and you just want to fiddle somewhere. Yep. Like Guild Wars to me. That all came um, out wrong. But, uh, oh, they have Windows uh, yeah, I mean, Sorry, I take it back. But, they have it on Windows. Sorry, the, the Serif oh, nice. stuff. That's great. Oh, great. That's great to hear. Because right. I've been thinking, like a little bit in my head, I'm thinking about playing Final Fantasy XIV again. Because I know I'm in newbie land and the game gets fun later. It's been it's been called there's like a siren song. Like I'll wake up in the morning and there'll be a, a mm. Final Fantasy mermaid like outside my window going, yeah. Play Final Fantasy fourteen. It's more like, like shh, stop, you're trying to more like, drag uh-huh. me into the sea. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and I, I wake up and I go, who? <laughs> well, I you know I f- I feel that itch right now, and I'm and I'm I don't know for some reason Guild Wars Two very surprisingly just kept me going. And, and by the way, sorry just to interrupt yeah. here, but that's right. 
you played, you had an instance version of the show for the Old Republic, right? Yeah, we did. And you also played Rift a ton as well. When yeah, that I did came play out. a lot of Rift. It felt like yeah. you didn't know any other. Oh, this always happened, dude. By from the, the day way. one. That's the reason I played Rift. And I didn't like Rift. And I there was a part of me that was like, I feel like I got duped by Scott. Did you? I w- <laughs> never reconciled that feeling. <laughs> I didn't like Rift. I liked Rift okay for what it was when it was. Um, but also I think Rift really was just doing the WoW template thing in the end. Like yeah. at the end of the day, it wasn't that different. Um, but it was The Rifts to- did look cool though. Yeah, that stuff was cool. The actual Rifts <laughs> the name is based on were cool. Um, yeah, like when there's a shooter MMO, I, uh, what was that one that was based on a TV series on the Sci-Fi channel? Uh, oh, Deviance or something? Or De- Devi- Defiance? Defiance? Was that it? Something liked, like that. It's still, I, played, I think it's still a thing. I played a shit ton of this. I think it's called man. Defiance. I, I remember trying it, and it was so so. But not I good used to, to play every single MMO. I feel like I've really lost my way because I used to. I played the one that had the Minotaur on it. Oh, I don't remember um, what that one was called? Hold on, Shadow yeah. something. Shadow Sh- of the. Sh- I played this game. Uh, so <laughs> you had a whole city building thing where you could all. Yes. Oh shit. The only thing I can remember is that it I think it had Shadow in the name and it had a Minotaur on the box. It's 100% of what I remember of the game. What was that called? Google's not good at this. If I search for MMO with a Minotaur on the box, it doesn't give me You're what gonna I You're going to see a stupid torrent. Shadow Bane. Shadow Bane. That's it. Yeah, I played Shadow Bane. Those were ex-EverQuest people at the time. Yep. But like, uh, you know, Anarchy Online, Dark Age of yep. Camelot, World of Warcraft, City of Heroes, uh... The other yep, superhero one that isn't DCUO um, that went away, uh, whatever that was called. Oh, yeah, that one was really good, too. All the superhero ones have actually, I've really enjoyed all the superhero ones. Yeah, I was, but, cool. I was a Matrix Online player. I played Matrix Online, too, for a hot minute. Yeah. Not very long, but a little yeah. bit. Wi- uh, Wildstar, Wild loved that Star game. Played, yep. I wish that game hadn't gone away. That thing, had, that thing was rad. Uh, but anyway, like none of this is new. And also... Um, Boy, it's listen. If I would have just based everything on Warcraft for fifteen years, we'd have been in real trouble. Like, you got to remember, TMS is what eleven years old this year, and like we're 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 past that point. The point is, the point is, mm. Mm. Um, if you're out there and you're feeling a little lost, either because Warcraft itself as a game has left you a little dry, and you're just feeling like nah, I've done it all, I don't want to do this anymore. Don't go thinking that there aren't another MMOs to give you something because they're there, and most of them are really accessible in that they're either really cheap to get in uh, or free in a lot of cases. And you're not going to have to pay your 15 bucks a month unless you find one that you want to or whatever. There's just cool stuff to play. So play it. Uh, Oh, I loved Marvel heroes that action RPG, the, the Diablo one. Uh, Oh yeah. yeah, That game was so good. The only thing I didn't like was how many currencies they had. Yeah, Like inventory management was a pain and they did a lot of like big resets. And so there was a lot of like logging in and not knowing how to play my character anymore. But I, uh, I loved that game. They had the coolest heroes. They had the best skins, like and amazing abilities. It felt really good. The abilities were fun to play. It was fun to play. It was really fun to play. I love the world event stuff. That game was freaking rad i don't know what happened there disney disney and marvel are weird someone who doesn't know games but like that looks like a terrible game let's make this let's (laughs) let's shut down the actual good games and make shit games like that yeah you're not (laughs) wrong 
Um, all right, moving on to, uh, well, wow, I could go on for days about this one, but I won't. I'll keep this one short. Humankind, it came out. Uh, Humankind is uh, uh, the the folks behind uh, Endless Space 1 and 2, uh, Endless Legend as well. They know their 4Xs pretty well. I love Endless Space, especially 2. 2 is one of my favorite 4X games. And um, Humankind is kind of their more direct shot over the bow of the Civ 6 domination. Um, you, you know, start a bunch of Neolithic character or a Neolithic era, uh, civilization and you build it from there. One unique thing about this game is that instead of, um, starting with like, you know, some, some leader or some stats from the leader, uh, or nation, you pick that later, you actually kind of roam mm-hmm. around. And as you do, you make discoveries, gain a reputation, and then you choose who you're going to be. Um, and you might decide, well, I guess we're going to be the early Egyptians or we're going to be the early Mesopotamians or whatever we're going to be, because the area you find yourself in, which is always random and new, might be conducive to certain benefits of that, of choosing that nation. So That's instead nice. of being wanderer nomads, now you are the nation of, of Egypt. And so you do a lot of Egypt stuff, but then down the road at a different age, you can actually change. And this is the weird bit. Some people don't like it, but you could be down the road a bit and you could be, this is why it's problematic. You could be Egyptians or let's say Africans, or you could be, I don't know, India and down the road go, "Ah, I think it'd be beneficial for me to be white Anglo-Saxon British types, (laughs) which just has connotations, right? Yeah. I can see why people maybe read into that a little more than they should. Yeah. Mechanically, (laughs) it's a very cool thing. Uh, You know, if you're trying to compare it to realism, then I guess maybe it's a little problematic. But I mean, I get where hmm. it comes from because there's nothing more frustrating than setting up. You you know, you don't like to you want to go into like a Civ game and be surprised. So you do a lot of random stuff. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm Samoa, I'm a bunch of Samoans, and they get a bunch of, like, water-based uh, <laughs> benefits, right. and then it gave me Pangea for my uh, continent type, and right. we're right in the middle of this landlocked world, and now all of a sudden, all the benefits of my culture don't don't work at they all. Don't, they don't, so I can, they don't make sense. How would you have those benefits if you didn't evolve in a water-based <laughs> right. environment, right? Exactly. Right, yes. Exactly. So yeah. I, I yeah. can see why somebody might go, hey, you know, let's rethink this. Uh, I do think it's a little weird to change it. I, I think maybe they could have avoided it if it was just maybe picking traits yeah. that are attributed to other cultures and you're just like oh you know well we'll take this and they're using it as a template or an example not like going hey guys let's race change <laughs> we gotta we gotta just fix this whole thing yeah in a way i think they were saying let's make the 4x genre feel a little more liquid you know like yeah. when you're mid or late game we don't want you burning out. Maybe you make a big change that really refreshes things. I think that's kind of their thinking. And in that way, I think I respect it. Um, It's a beautiful game. Very pretty. Uh, Got a really interesting art style for, for the way they present most things, but like the overworld stuff looks really nice. And this is all, you know, it's a modern 4X game. It should look pretty, but um, it does all that stuff really well. It is definitely a revolution studios game. You can see the way that they do like in, in, uh, in, um, uh, endless space one and two you can send your units off on a bit of a trip or whatever 
uh, probes in those games or in this game, like your, your scouts or whatever. And they, after the next turn, you end turn, you can, you can finish their journey. It can be one of the moves you make. Um, it's hard to explain, but it's one of the things that sets their system apart from the way that others do four X games, including mm-hmm. old world, including Civ. Um, so it'll just feel familiar. I think if you already know their systems, all that stuff's fine. Um, the, the discovery system's fine. The, I think the, I think the game, the game seems kind of afraid of conflict. It doesn't want you to get in too much trouble with warring nations. And that's actually kind of how I play. So that serves me well, that's but I know I some people aren't going to love that. I like to just build my world and I don't know. I'm not like you and I always talk about John. When we play like age of empires. <laughs> we just turtle up. Yeah. And, you know. I don't want, I don't want these NPCs, these CPUs to be mad at me. I don't want them to think <laughs> I'm a bad guy. Right. I, I want Cleopatra disappointed in me. So I'm going to just be nice to everybody. Yeah, yeah, and I let them walk on me. I play like that too, but then they piss me off and I'm like, I'm going to show them. And then I, destroy their country well and then the game if it always ends up happening to me but if the game's good enough then that's good right because it, it it makes you have to make a tough decision which is i've got to go warlike if i'm going to make it through this or whatever no um, it's more like napoleon he's like he's got a small little country and he keeps messaging me like hey eh, you stuck and eh, you suck you know and i'm like you know who sucks you do goodbye <laughs> say your country's mine like i it's, it's more of like a it's based on irritation and not a probably it's probably a reason why people have gone to war in the past, yeah. but it makes me feel shitty about myself. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm not trying to live peacefully with them. Probably, I'm like yeah. impatient and I'm like, what's yours is now mine. Sure. And uh, it's scary. <laughs> it's a little yeah, scary. It's probably a more accurate leader uh, simulation that Bo doesn't go to war over resources or territory. He's just like, so sick of getting emails from them. <laughs> right. I hate their emails. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go take them over so I don't have to get any more emails. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I like, I'm showing the chat some some video here that the interface is nice. That's one thing they're known for at this studio. I think they do a really good job with minimalism and, and not having it feel like it clashes with the world or has to match the world exactly or whatever. Um, but this is one of those games where you start in the Neolithic age and you work your way all the way up to, you know, let's go to space. So if you like that, uh, that's that lady that's on some drugs. <laughs> She's a little druggy, right? Uh, she just doesn't sit still. She's like, none of them do. They all move around a lot and they all kind of freak me out, to be honest. These Wait a minute. Are weird. Edgar Allan Poe is one of the people you can rule a country <laughs> as? Yeah. So there are some celebrity, <laughs> celebrity looking. He is Edgar. Yeah, his name's Edgar. And it also includes in the game, um, you're not actually Poe. It's just like, hey, here's some skins. So like there's some YouTubers in here or like a Twitch streamer in here or something that I don't know who they are, but some big strategy Twitch streamers, a person you can look like if you want. Or you can go customize the whole thing. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, Yeah. I did. I did know that. If you want. Oh, you can really model the face. There's a full character customizer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got all that stuff. So that's pretty cool. cool. So you can make Bo. Yeah, you can make Bo. Or John. Yeah. yeah, you look like there's Bo right there. The guy can just hit end. He's got it. He's nailed it. I just need the long hair. That's me in ten years when my hair falls out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just skins. But anyway, uh, the actual gameplay I think is solid. It's I think it's a really good 4x game for me. The the winner of this little recent 4x game attention fight probably goes. The win probably for me is still Old World because I like being stuck in ancient age stuff. I don't like. Mm. I, I'm not. I just. I don't know what it is about mid and late game Civ. Uh, all my games in Civ, I'm still horses, chariots, and shit like that, and then I move on and start a new game. 
And yeah. I think Old World knows that about a lot of players. And they they made a game where we just stay there, and all yeah, of the it intrigue just happens. Stupid. It's like, do you want to study plastic? It's like, okay. <laughs> How did that change the map at all? It's like right. now you now you. Right. Like, I'm not saying plastic wasn't an important invention. I'm not trying to belittle the technology we've achieved. But there's a tangible difference between my guy with clubs now can shoot arrows at people versus, well, uh, you know, our carbon footprint is uh, lessened now because we have researched uh, waste management. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, it's just not it's exciting or interesting. Yeah. Like, for, okay. for me, yeah. that's it makes why warfare I, easy too. you research right. the big giant robot and then you just annihilate other towns. Well. And I yeah. think I think you're what you're describing is why I like old world for where it's set and why I like endless space for where it's set, because endless space is like, hey, we're in space. Everything you're going to do here is space related. And all the shit you're going to learn is either discoveries or is researching or whatever, but it's all in space already. And everything over here is all happening on the planet already. And I don't have to make weird brain leaps like, well, suddenly, you know, my my slingers from the Neolithic age are now tanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's something about that. that. Well, and then you get that dumb moment where you realize you've had a unit asleep for uh, 13 centuries. And <laughs> like you, it wakes up because you finally go to war and somebody rolls up with a tank and you've got an archer yeah. who's just like, eh, yeah. he shoots his little bow at it. And you're like, oh, man, I forgot to upgrade that guy. And now my civilization looks stupid. Yeah, like there's something about that stuff that on the one hand, it's kind of funny and kind of you know, okay in its own weird way. But I don't know. For me, this guy, the videos drive me nuts because this guy has all of his, uh, his tiles turned on to tell me what their bonuses are. And it just looks messy. Uh, yeah, a lot much- of people play Civ that way. Yeah. I learned when I was trying to actually learn how to play Civ because I got to that point where I was like, okay, I think I know how to play. Time to find out if that's true. Yeah, I watched a bunch of videos and strategies and all sorts of stuff. And I, I found out this is how most people <laughs> yeah. play high level Civ and it boggled mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. I, I need it to look prettier than, nope. than that. But yeah. do you guys ever shoot uh, nukes in late game Civ? By the way, oh never, yeah, it's I never fun. get there. Yeah, I mean that's that. What else are you gonna do? Like that's the point. I think most people do because it's like, okay, well we can research television, or I can go heavy towards nuke and just have a little fun in this game. <laughs> the one thing I found the implementation rough on, I think in late game is air combat. It's not really. No, because it's always handled so and, badly. Yeah. It's such an important part. Like naval battles are handled so well, but like air combat just feels really like ugh, like it's never been a good system. That's hard in any strategy game because air air superiority is everything in modern warfare. Um, it can change yeah. everything, and so when you can't properly represent that, but you you don't patrol around, right? Like you fly out on missions, but at the same time, you'd probably be keeping regular air patrols, and they don't they just don't really do it that yeah, well. Or you have to micromanage it a lot, and it's just not yeah, it's not great. That's why you try to rush through it and get to the nukes, and just if someone pisses you off, you blow up their country. Yeah, <laughs> it's like pew. I just feel like this. I don't know. I I just rather be in old times, or I'd rather be in space, and not the stuff in between. And so yeah, I, I think I, between I between you know old world, which I think is my favorite of these. I think this is really good, by the way. It's on Game Pass too, so there's no reason for Game Pass users not to play it. It's not on console either. It's just PC. Um, so there's no reason not to play it. So you can play it there. It's everywhere else, of course. Um, 
and there's a lot to like. I, th- I think it's a very cool one of these. But one of these reviews I read was really, uh, really spoke my language. Basically, it was about language. He says, look, 4X games, especially those where you start as a Stone Age man and work your way up, they all speak a language. That language is is Civ. <laughs> Like civilization yeah. is such such a seismic force in this genre, it's impossible for these games not to speak that language at the core. So what you're what you're playing here is them adding some cool new stuff, but it's all on top of a language you you already know. But that also means it can, it's a little bit limited because they're not going to go they're not going to completely change the language of of the game. You this game speaks Civ, and for good or for bad, for ill or for great, whatever, that's that's just something to keep in mind. So unlike Endless Space 2, which I feel like is its own thing and doesn't really borrow from much, given the setting and just kind of how space works and everything, um, this just, this feels like, oh, okay, this is a lot like Civ with a bunch of ideas of their own, but at the core of it, you're still speaking that language. So just know that when you play it. And that's true of Old World 2. I don't want to act like it isn't the strength of old world for me is, is the personality like kingdom stuff and the setting and it just, and it's staying there and I'm never going to have to worry about tanks or plastics or TV or nukes ever in that game. Yeah. All right. Finally, I played Amazon Luna. I got the, I got in on that. I just wanted to see how it compared to uh GeForce now and uh, X cloud and all that. It worked fine. It was great. They have a pretty good selection. It's like five bucks a month. Uh, you get seven day free trial. There's a ton of games in there that I already own, so it's not that valuable to me. I'll probably cancel because I don't really have a need for it. But their channels thing is interesting. Once those start to build up, right now there's just the Ubisoft one, and I know there are more coming. But uh, it's good. It's a good cloud service. Latency was low, no big issues. Huh. It was fine. Huh. So there's my mini review of Amazon Luna. All right, John. Final Fantasy yeah. Pixel Remaster. Uh, still the stream continues. You haven't. Yeah, it's, okay. it's almost done. I'm, I'm about ready to kill chaos. Uh, oh, all, you're going to kill chaos. Really, all that's really left is for me to kill chaos. Uh, so, um, I had planned to beat it before this stream, but, uh, you know, I, I got a big household and it didn't happen. And so I was going to play okay. today and, uh, I have a big household that didn't happen. <laughs> and, uh, so what does I, that mean? I have a, that that <laughs> sounds like between, the, a weird. That means between giving, having give the real reason. I'm like I have a big household. That's why I didn't kill him. Well, one, I think the stream's on uh, in the other room. Oh. I think if I say anything, I'm going to get called out. But no, I have a little baby. Demands a lot of attention. Um, right, right. And yeah. uh, I have a, a wife that works from home now. So depending on what her needs are as far as uh, her job, which is uh, more important than me streaming as far as money and income goes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I didn't mean to like call gotta, you out or anything like go. that. It just, it just sounded weird the way you phrased it. It's like, you I know, get, we, we'll wait till next to, week. Taking kids to school, uh, yeah. stuff like that. Sure. It's, yeah. it's just you busy. Gotta, you got to so, do adulting. It's important. Yeah, it's a lot. yeah, yeah you absolutely. wake up, you go, I'm going to stream today. And then next thing you know, it's 8 p.m. And you go, well, that didn't happen. And uh, we'll try tomorrow. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, but I am up to the last dungeon. So I'm thinking one more stream on final fantasy. And then I can finally say I've beaten a final fantasy game. Oh my gosh. Uh, it will be the first one. First one. Uh, Arguably the hardest one. I got to think to play just based on its low techedness, right? You know, like, 
Is that true? Sticking with it must have been challenging, right? I mean, I don't know. People keep saying that I'm too OP, and I feel like I am because I right now playing that game, I have the auto battler turned on for every fight. Oh, I don't until I get to a boss. I just a fight starts. I hit X and my characters fight because I've got Scott, uh, our warrior, and he uh, he just does great damage when he hits. So he just attacks. We got John, the red mage. He just does great damage because I give him all the best weapons, which I I, because he's the main character. Yeah. Um, But it sucks because I got a great sword called Excalibur and I wanted to give it to John. John can't use Excalibur for some reason, so I had to give it to Scott. So oh, for the first time ever, Scott's weapon is better than John's. Yeah, remember really- all this when the zombies come, and you, the three of us just happen to be together when the zombies came, and we have to survive. <laughs> John's going to keep all the good stuff for himself. That's it's how that's re- going to go. It's really upsetting that John had to give that to Scott, but yeah. he did, because yeah. you know what? The party's survival comes first. That's right. It. Uh, but then we have, uh, we have Ben, who just... I found an item that... You can use it as many times as you want because that game uses spell slots. Uh, but you can use the item and it will just cast a group heal. And it's not a very big group heal, but if he casts it every single round, you kind of make up for the difference by using it constantly. Mm. And then I found an item uh, on par with that for Bo, uh, which casts fire every t- every round. It's not the most powerful version of the fire spell, but again, it doesn't use a spell slot, so he's keeping all of his spell slots open and it lets Bo instead of running up and stabbing something with a dagger, like he does AoE damage to ev- all the enemies. So I just auto battle through that whole thing and uh it's it has not been hard. It has not been difficult. Hmm. So I'm feeling pretty good about defeating Chaos. Uh I could end up being wrong. Oh, you're going to kill Chaos, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we're, we're going to go after chaos and that's probably going to be either tonight if I get impatient or tomorrow that we'll be doing that. Well, here's, I have audio of you uh, making that attempt. Listen to this. I'm here to kill chaos. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, That's me. Let me know how that goes. I'm about to do it. You guys, it's, it's so good. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. And, uh, just continuing my, uh, story here. Uh, I tried to play Katamari Damashi Rerolled, which is on Game Pass. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I could go for some Katamari Damashi of my life. I booted it up. I heard the theme song, which is so good. It's still got one of the best theme songs in the whole world. And, uh, you know, then I have a big household and I got pulled away. So mm. all I did was mm. see the intro and do the tutorial. And then I, I turned it off. I meant to so, check that out. I like that original as well. I'm a fan. Uh, so I wouldn't mind. There's some really cool stuff coming to Game Pass for me specifically. I don't know if this will translate to everybody, but I was looking for the Quake thing and I discovered that a remaster of Mist is coming out. Oh yeah, I saw uh, in, this. In just seven days, like next week, it looks really good. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Mist. I'm so excited for this now. Oh, wow. So that's that's coming out in a week. We have Psychonauts two. Yep. Uh, in a couple days. Yep. Um, that's really exciting. That game, 12 Minutes, also just came out, which I'm yeah, very curious about. Yeah, I was about. wanting to play that, and I didn't know that was even coming to Game Pass. So I'm stoked about that. I'm going to play that, yeah. that game. So sure. And the Microsoft Solitaire Collection, yep. too. So don't and by the way, don't, uh, racing fans, don't let a little game called Art of Rally pass you by. I own this on Steam, but it's now on Game Pass. That is the coolest little top-down racer thing. 
if you like rally games like I do, where the road is your boss kind of, and it's a lot about, you know, getting the right turns and not graveling out into the nowhere land and just the fight that is rally racing. I love that stuff. That game is great. Very cool little game. Uh, it looks like the No Man's Sky version of it. Kind of, yeah. The there's a, there's the a weird... You're right, you're right. There's like a low... Not low poly... Because it's not low poly in... It's no more Man's the color Sky. schemes, yeah. I think. It looks like it's on No Man's Sky planets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It's very much that way. Age of Empire... Or no, what's the other one that was coming? Uh, oh, uh, the Luminous uh, reboot thing that's on there is very good. I played that on, Game pa- on uh, xCloud the other day. It's very cool. Uh, worth checking out also. But yeah, Game Pass is looking looking real tight right now, like a good fall. I like yeah. it. That Star Mancer is also. Hades awesome. is out too. I played a bit of Hades again. I'm like, I have a save file on my PC. I'm going to stop this. I did like a few I, runs. Yeah. Here's the thing. I that. now with Game Pass, it's the third time I own Hades on the PC. It's ridiculous because <laughs> I, I bought it on Steam yeah. for no reason other than it was on sale. And I was like, I really like Hades and I'd like to have it on Steam as well. Plus, it might be fun to have to go through and re-unlock all that stuff again. So I bought it on Steam, and then like a day later, they're like, and it's coming to Game Pass. I was like, cool. This is third place. I'll have Hades. Why yeah. not? Yeah, why not? It's the new Skyrim. It's on everything twice, three times. Uh, Although well-deserved. Hades is such a good Hades game. is amazing. Uh, so is uh, uh, the Sin game. What's that called? Uh, de- no, Cell. Dead Cells. Uh, Dead, oh, Dead, Dead Cells, Cells is everywhere, too. Also yeah. on there. Dead Cells is great. Dead Cells is so good, dude. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Also, uh, Realm of the Dead or Curse of the Dead Gods coming to uh, Game Pass. Do want, oh, but, I've seen that. I want to try that game. Yeah, I heard it. I cool, saw Brian Dunaway play again. Yeah, that's a nifty it game. Good. It's very good. And uh, Bo, it turns out you and I also played a game this week that I didn't know we did. Jupiter Hell we played. I played yeah, that Yeah, I forgot to mention that. I played an hour of it on the weekend. What'd you think? Um, I don't know yet. I didn't. I was a little turned off by it a bit, but I think I just need to come back to it. I think I played it too late in, a, in an in the evening and was just a little grump, grumpy about it. It's very it's old turn school. based. Yeah, it's very but then old it's school. not turn based. Right. It's it's turn based in that old roguelikes were turn based. You made a move, yeah. but then the other guy moved too. It's a different kind of turn based. But not if you like, input a, if you input a lot of stuff, you don't really feel like you're taking turns anymore, you, right. and you go too fast and then you screw up, and you're like, "What did I do?" Yeah. So like, I think it just need I need like a brain reset also the menus are very text-based yeah and you need to read them and i just wasn't in the mood for that so i also just it's interesting though i'm interested in it i'm gonna come back to it it's cool it's the one that was a mod it was somebody had made a doom uh thing and the doom people sued them and so they started over and made their own game that but it's still very much set in that kind of yeah like i've they have the zombie gun, the gun, the soldiers, zombie soldiers, and the imps so far that I've yeah. seen, yeah. <laughs> and like the the skulls that shoot at you. Like it's pretty much top down Doom. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's just hard to tell if I'm supposed to take my time and play it one move at a time and be very methodical. Because mm-hmm. I, when I was playing it, I was kind of speeding through, like shoot, 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 move here, move here, and then I'm dead. What the hell just happened? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm clearly not playing this game right, you know? Like so. Yeah, there's definitely strategy to it. I'm not great at it yet, but. I wish it let me use WASD for control and not make me use the damn arrow keys. Yes. It feels like 1992 yes. all up in here. And I wanted to use a controller and it wouldn't work either. I'm like, okay, it's a controller game. I get it. It's and supposed it to be. Either. It's supposed to work with controllers like a D-pad, but mine didn't work either. So I Yeah, don't, mine didn't work. I and yeah, I know. Once you use numpad to move around, I'm like, yo. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing that. 
We, we don't do that anymore. No, I, I know they're trying. <laughs> too old school. I know now. they're aiming for that. Like they want people to feel like, oh, look at these guys are making a thing from like '91 here or whatever. And I mean, it used to be like that. All the Sierra games. I remember you'd have to control with the, the you know, the, the actual arrow keys. Yeah. In fact, do we even need these arrow keys anymore? No. <laughs> like on a keyboard, like no. like that should go right. Like we don't need them anymore. That's do how we? I played. Um, back in the early Doom days. Uh, when we do land parties and stuff, that's how we played. So you controlled with your right hand and you used, there was no mouse control for doom back in the day. So it was just yeah. your arrow keys and then the space bar for shooting. Yeah. It wasn't WASD either. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess not. Yeah. But that's like the, that stopped. I don't know when exactly that stopped and went to WASD. Was Quake the one that did that? I think Quake was the one. Cause then mouse look mattered and suddenly you could. Yeah. And you had to enable yeah. that. That was like a whole manual process back in the day. I used to have some pretty stupid ways I played video games before we all figured out (laughs) controllers. I remember playing with my left hand on the arrow keys, and then I would map uh, right control, right shift, and enter to be certain things. And then in my right hand, I would have like uh, a game pad. Yeah. And then I would use the four buttons and the trigger and stuff on the gamepad. Oh, that's cool. You were Nintendo switching viewing uh, before. It was yeah, I kind of was. Uh, it was. Wow. Oh, my that's gosh. It neat. was stupid. Yeah, and I, I think know. about I'm it. I'm impressed by it, that. It's yeah. really that's, that's making impressive. it work. I can see, uh, for some reason, I can picture John just thinking real hard about that, like sitting there going, all right, if I map it to return and then use shift for this, <laughs> and I can totally see your process. Yep. Yep. But yeah, you had to train myself completely flip. And not control with my left hand or right hand anymore. That was the one advantage to my stupid way of controlling things. Is then when we all figured it out and got on the same page with WASD, you were already there. Used to using my left hand to move. I was like, okay, good. This is an easy. This is an easy switch for me. That's what's okay. So there are two things in my gaming life that feel the same to me, but they're very different. But they're the same problem, and that was training my brain to switch to a new way of controlling and thinking. That was one. And the second one was Heroes of the Storm. I had the hardest time turning off character follow, whatever that was called. Character lock, where the camera just kind of oh, stayed Oh, the centered. camera lock, yeah. Yeah, and, and doing it the way you should do it, which is, you know, zipping around like a proper game. I never, or I, I finally did do that in the last, I don't know, two years or whatever, playing that game hardcore. I finally got there. But that was hard for some reason, and I don't even know why. Like, I'm not it bad at controlling It was too hard games. for me. I left camera lock on. I oh, that's right. You on. always yeah. did it. And that's the, right. The ironic thing is if you, if you play Pokemon Unite, you're camera locked. All right. There's a way. You hold, you hold down the left bumper and you can move around. I'm getting pretty good with it. Yeah. But you're character locked. Like, yeah. You, there's, no, there's no playing sans lock. Like, it does, that doesn't exist. But now is. it feels weird. If I play a MOBA and I don't, and it is locked, it feels really weird to me. I can't do it. Yeah. That was that's probably the hardest part of PU. Yeah, well, those are good times. <laughs> PU. That's, that's the initials for Pokemon Unite. It's oh PU. my gosh! They should call or it PN. PU. Oh, that's no. the reverse of the Swords of Legends Online. Yeah, that's Swords. Oh, it's solo. a case of a good name that abbreviates poorly. <laughs> that's the other I thing. I gotta last get, night. I gotta get great. level on that. I gotta get max on that so I can try their end game. But I got distracted by Guild Wars. You know, because of my MMO playing, just knows no bounds right now. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, those are the games we played, everybody. We hope you enjoyed that. Will you enjoy this? That's a good question. A quick email from a listener who sent this to talk to the court gmail.com. His name is Nick C. And he said, Hey, y'all, had a quick question for you. 
So knowing that Scott loves mech games and all things mech, I'm surprised I've never heard you guys talk anything about the Armored Core games. I remember playing these when I was younger and I love them. It might be just because there uh, isn't one made in a long time or I simply miss it. Love you guys and I hope all is well. Nick. Um, I I don't talk about Armored Core because I used to work with somebody that was obsessed with Armored Core. Mm. And I it's one of those things where somebody is so knowledgeable, they suck all the knowledge out of the room and you can't speak on the topic anymore because they just exist in the matrix of that topic. I mean, they could tell you percentages of damage that each weapon does on the fly in the moment. Like it seemed cool, but it seemed daunting because I was, whenever I talked about it, I was talking to somebody who was basically an encyclopedia for that game. This wasn't Ben, was it? It was not Ben, not Ben, but somebody at software, et cetera, or wherever you were. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. That makes sense. They always are. That's where all the brainiacs yeah. are. They know everything. There's always, there's always someone. Yeah. Always somebody. We had a lot of downtime. I worked at a, uh, I worked at a GameStop that was across the street from a mall that had a GameStop in it, yeah. and we were tucked on the side of our building next to a dance studio, and that was the only thing that was over there. So not a lot of foot traffic, just casually coming over to that corner. I played through almost all of Disgaea at work. Oh my gosh. Like it just, it was, it was just a wonderful time. We created an entire suit of armor out of, uh, out of boxes, uh, shipping boxes. (laughs) You've talked about that before. I cut a, uh, Madden football man standee in half with a katana. Nice. We used to zing AOL, uh, trial CDs, uh, through the store to see who could throw it. And they would, you could actually throw them through the ceiling tiles and it would just leave a nice little even like slit in the ceiling tile and not nothing else. It's like little razors. Mm. Nice. Let me tell you, some stuff went down in that store. It was great. It was it's a, I, I picture that Better Call Saul uh, story arc where he's working at the cell phone store and no one comes in. Yes. There. Oh, yes. That yeah. felt very true. Yeah, that sounds right. Well, I'm jealous. So actually. This, game, like this game, I mean, it looks pretty cool. Is it oh, an online game? Oh, yeah. Back to the question. Yeah. So this was a console game. And the, final, the last one I want to say was that 361 that also used the Kinect. Uh, for some control stuff, it was kind of no one liked it. But I, the reason I don't bring up Armored Core is I never played an Armored Core game or Armored Core game, not once. I feel yeah, like I either. missed I out. I don't even think I've heard of this game till now. I was more of a Mech Warrior guy, and um, I played all those Mech Warrior Four in particular. I played until my eyes bled. I love that game, um, and I do love Mech games. And I don't have anything against Armored Core. I just never played it. Um, I do remember a game. There was a PlayStation game called Crazy Ivan. Do you guys remember this? Does it sound familiar? <laughs> no, no, no. It actually does sound familiar, but I I don't remember it. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Crazy Ivan. Um, it's actually based on, the name is based on a maneuver of some Russian rocket thing. So it's it got it's that's where the name comes from. But the game itself, if I can find it, um, let's see, Crazy Ivan game. Here we go. Oh, it's because it's spelled with a K. Oh, with a K. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, this was on PlayStation, PC, and Sega Saturn, and it was a mecha first-person shooter. Uh, Psygnosis made it. I loved them. They did Wipeout and uh, that sh- uh, Colony Wars shooter game, space game. Anyway, uh, you take on the role of Ivan Popovich, a Russian soldier controlling a giant mech suit, defending the Earth from robotic aliens. 
It had five zones. It says here it was U- the U.S., France, Japan, Saudi Arabia, and Russia. Um. Anyway, it was a cool game, dude. But it looks like shit now if you go look at it. It's not. Oh my gosh! You I got, like crazy. I want you to share a picture. I don't. I'm assuming this is from one of the cutscenes. Oh, let me Hold see. On. Where is now it? Now I'm excited. Where? Where? Show me. That's on where the Discord? images. Let me just get the link to it. Go. I'm so excited. So good. I haven't seen this in 20 something years or more. What is this game? I, I also like that it's got like, who's the, it's got like Kane from Nod. Like, oh, it totally cover. has. Oh, that's the other thing. Live, like live action video throughout. Um, so all the cutscenes are people, real people. And, you know, like they did back then. I mean, it's just, it's not good, but man. Gosh, dang it. I can't find this. I loved it so much. I loved Psygnosis. I'm Copy image address. I'm going to just put it in the chat room because I, I it's a weird thing of computers. I found the image on one computer and it's not the one I have Discord on. Yeah, the one that you, the link you sent is, um, here, chat. You guys can see it here if you don't want to click it. Uh, I, I want to play this game. For she's real. She, that's for real. That's her. That's a freak out face from one of the characters. The other thing on the other side is the actual uh, box art, obviously, but, um, and you're, and that's crazy, Ivan, that face there, but it's a cool, I don't know. I like mech shit. I don't care what's in it. <laughs> it's just cool. It looks like Garbaggio, though. Like if you look at the actual, yeah, there you go, chat. Look at that. Ugh. Ooh, rough time in our period. But look at that full motion video, like the person talking to you, sort of like snake. I need you to get to the thing. It's all full motion, real people. So which is kind of cool at the time, right? But look at this ass graphic engine. Oh my god, (laughs) yeah, it's so bad. But I thought it was so fun because it had mechs in it. All right, that was all that mattered. I'm a big fan. I need someone. I need recommendations from the BattleTech people out there that listen who can recommend the best novels to read. Cause I hear there's some great mech warrior slash, uh, battle tech books. And I don't know what to start with or where to, where to read. I would love to do that. Oh, that's an ass. I ass think this game. game looks great. I mean, for the era it did. Yeah. That mech looks cool. That mech looks big and bulky and intimidating, which is honestly something a lot of mech games have a hard time conveying. Yeah, I agree. I don't like the ones that make him look sexy and slim. I like big, bulky, ugly, you know, gnarly, metallic. Look, I don't mind a sexy mech, but <laughs> if you're going to have one that looks like a tank, it needs to feel big and, you know, tank-like. Like the the Evangelitan, or what's that called? The Evangelitan? Honey, <laughs> <laughs> lock the door. The Evangelitans are outside again. <laughs> like, what's They're it always called? telling us how great Jello is. I hate it. Evangelitan. Gelatin. Evangelitin. Like, you know, gelatin is the primary ingredient in jello, right? Yeah. Gelatin. Why can't I think of it? It's not evangelitin. You've made a thing. This is a comic. Like, <laughs> Only for a very specific audience, though. Neon Genesis Evangelitin. Evangelitin, yeah. <laughs> That's one. Imagine giant mechs made of gelatin battling it out, and then when they smash each other, like, gelatin sprays on the populace. <laughs> I'd be into that. Bring it on. But that's the one with the really depressing kid in the anime who's like, I'm sad, but I also yep, control this robot. Right. Okay. All right. You're right. I couldn't get through it. I tried. It's depression depicted in the form of giant mechs fighting each other. Yeah. It didn't yeah. evangelical. What is what, someone tell me the real word? Evan Evangelical. It's not evangelical, is it? Oh, you're talking about Evangelion? He's talking yeah. about Evangelion. Oh, Evangelion. Gosh dang it. Oh. 
I was that's the re- that's the real word he wants. I don't think to know. Evangelion is Evangelion is not a real word, right? Like in no. terms of yeah, I don't know, like, is it? Maybe it is. It's the name of the thing in the yeah. Genesis it's just a it's a proper noun. It's not a thing. All right. Well, if you want to send us an email telling us that we got all of that wrong, or you have something to add to this conversation, or have your own question, you can do that. Talk 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 to the core at gmail.com. That's talk to the core at gmail.com and that ladies and gentlemen represents kind of the last thing we're doing today we're gonna go now uh before we do though a quick reminder that the show is funded by your good graces over at patreon.com slash core show and uh it's been growing and doing great and we love it and we really appreciate it i'm going to start mentioning your names on here so if you want to get your name read ooh, that'd be cool might do that on the very next episode let's find out but there's great stuff to get, and you can only get it there. So sign up and get bonus content every week at patreon.com slash core show. Uh, frogpants.com slash core for everything else. We should uh, see if either of you have anything uh, wise to say at the end of the show. So let's start with John. Oh, John, shit. Anything you want to share with the fine folks before we go here? I'm more of an Evan pudding man. <laughs> it's not bad. That's good. You're, it's, you're on topic, and... Uh, I also I like pudding, except for the skin that hardens after a while if you don't eat it right away. Uh, yeah. Bo, what you would can just you... peel it off, <laughs> you know, and throw it in the trash. There you go, Bo. Anything you'd like to add? N- not so much this week. I just wish everyone a great week <laughs> and hope they enjoy the games that they're playing this week. He has this nothing is, to add, but he's got a ukulele in his hand. Yeah, you Come can on. add. Let's play a thing. Play a little. Oh, tune. I'm just holding on to it. Just play a little tune. Play a little. I don't know anything. Just something. Nah, play nah. our theme. Our theme. You do our theme. I, I can't play our theme. It's on. A, I played the theme on a guitar. This is ukulele. Oh. I don't. I don't know the arrangement. Well, it shows how, what I know. I always think that stuff's interchangeable. All right. Well, we're, this is phase three bow. By there the way. It is. By the way, this is this. Was we were phase talking three earlier. bow. This is phase, phase three bow. We had phase one. Super jazz, ready to rock at the beginning of the show. Phase yeah, two. I hit phase three anyway, even though I was like up really late. It's like a, it's like I have a pattern now. Yeah, oh. you just you just have a phase, and it's fine. We love it. Uh, that's it for the show. Thank you all for being here. And uh, please, <laughs> please come back next time for even more of this nonsense. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Where's your thing? I want to. I have the chest. No, it's no. That's fine. That'll work. Oh, there it is. (laughs) There it is. I found it.